found someone like me, then suddenly. All right, I think the mic's working. Hello, and welcome back to the Pretty Little Podcast. We're your hosts. My name is Phoebe. oh my god um my name is caroline and today (coughs) we are recapping season four episode 13 unlucky 13 the halloween episode grave new world of pretty little liars and 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 that's that's what we're doing (laughs) and that's just what we're doing today and And if you don't like it you cannot stop me and if you don't like it you can leave it please don't because you know what i also it's such a shame that this is such a massive episode because I fucking hated it. Really? You hated all of it? Literally, yes. I've never in my life watched an episode of the show and felt like I did watching this episode. I was just like, I will say does any does any of this matter? I did fast forward through every bus scene. Dude, the bus scenes. I literally was like, I wonder if Phoebe and I can just come to an agreement to like just not even discuss the bus scenes because who I do want to know question right? question for the culture. Did any of you guys watch Ravenswood? Because I knew from that episode that it was not something I was interested in even a little bit. Caroline is having a venti iced coffee at <laughs> 9.30 p.m. I am, but it is... To be fair, I did start drinking it at 5 p.m. I also think it's kind of crazy that you're... I don't want to say it. This will scare you. I just mean, like, you are home alone in that house and you're choosing to record in that room instead of anywhere Why else. Not? I just feel like that is, like, that's where I feel... I mean, I guess it's where you spend the most time. But I just, for me, it's where I would feel the least... I feel like you can't hear very much what's going on in the house, you know? Other than what's happening directly above you. (laughs) Oh, I can hear plenty. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, if you guys ever need to have an important family discussion upstairs, um, and I'm teaching down here, don't even, like, feel like you have to wait for me because I'm I'm privy to the combo. I can hear every single whisper. Um... No, I, I, but I do think I just spend the most time in this room and like it's the most comfortable and I'll say it, <laughs> Sid and Snoop are borderline intolerable. I don't know. I think they're just agitated because everybody's leaving yeah, them, I was, which is also how I, I feel. I was thinking about that. <laughs> I feel like, because it's been like one by one for them. So as soon as yeah. it's like, like they were home alone with dad and I'm sure they were getting like acclimated to that. And then as soon as they are. It's like dad's yeah. gone and now you're here and you don't yeah. like you're kind of a stranger. And now you're here. Okay, how dare you? No, I'm not. They literally flip. <laughs> they they literally, literally flip. flip. They literally flip. They literally flip. Um, someone asked a really interesting question that I want to get to. I want to make sure I don't forget. And I don't like I don't know how much I've really thought about it because I don't know if there's an answer to this question. Whoa. But the question was, between you and me, who's Meredith and who's Lexi? Oh. That's a tough one, isn't it? It is. I mean. Because, like, I feel like I'm a little more, like, anal, like Lexi. But I don't think you're as, like, risky as Meredith. (laughs) 
definitely not <laughs> definitely not gonna put my hand in any bodies that have a grenade in them <laughs> definitely not going to do anything <laughs> like that <laughs> no don't no. have to worry about that sure here no. i also don't know if we have to worry about caroline doing those things i don't know that she's gonna stick mm-hmm. her hands in any sort of body cavity trying to retrieve an explosive or for like any reason yeah 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 uh <laughs> <laughs> for any reason at all i don't know i mean i think that it's hard i think that sisters and best friends face this a lot when like there's the fr- like friend pairing which one are we by the way neither we're fraternal twins okay, <laughs> um, okay cool. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 uh Got it. like i feel like like me and mimi like i i look at christina and meredith and i'm like the way they feel about each other is how me and mimi feel about each other but neither of us are really a Christina or a Meredith. So it's hard to like, when people are like, oh, who, which one are you? And these random friendship parents. I know, it's like, it's well, hard. if I'm not similar to one of them, then like, or it's like with little women, like if there's a group of sisters, not every group of sisters is exactly like the Marx right, sisters. Right, right. But, st- and, and just like every girl that, you know, some girls watch little women and they're like, which one am I? And, some girls watch Mean Girls and they're like, which one am I? <laughs> and I was definitely, I was definitely that one. Um, but it's like, ev- yeah, we Wait, all did I send you this that. Let like, me show you this picture of uh, our family that I brought down here. And Mimi just looked sweet. at it. Remember that pic? Oh my God, no, I know. I have that pic in my room, and in my bedroom. Mimi looked at it. The exact pic and that exact frame. I know. Well, it's because remember when I asked for pictures of the family for christmas so mom got us all these matching uh, pictures and frames i think we all that have was one. so like that was so like brown nosy of you that's literally why i did it by the literally way why i did it oh. <laughs> <laughs> i know that's why you did it um you're completely transparent <laughs> if there's one thing about me uh mimi looked at this and said yeah. um i don't want anybody to take this the wrong way but caroline looks like she would be like a cool regina george in high school like she has that energy in this picture wow yeah no i actually like peaked during that exact day <laughs> <laughs> and, this exact hour actually, this exact second it actually haunts me as soon as the camera clicked caroline's like well it's all downhill from here literally like actually yes um that was a good day it was a good day for me um and but luck- luckily we had a professional photographer there so who asked that question luckily we had a professional it was crazy the coincidence <laughs> we were actually just like posed i really lucked we out just posed like that at the cistern at the college of charleston and a photographer walked by and said oh my god <laughs> let me snap a pic you know what's also crazy is like i had no freaking clue i would be going to that school yeah like because that was like your that's junior what's year wild. or senior year it was my junior year see it was spring of my junior year and i was like i'm not like going i'm definitely not going here is that why we took and it in the middle of that thing because aren't we not supposed to walk across it you can't walk like completely across it until you graduate but it's called the cistern by the way is that what i called it no you said that thing no but i just said the cistern just called it that thing all right sorry <laughs> um who asked okay. that question okay um hang on i don't know oh it was it was a fan yeah, it wasn't one of our friends. I wasn't friends. sure if someone asked. Um, 
Emma, Charles, Charles asked. Thanks, Charles. That was a great Thanks, question. Charles. Sorry we couldn't answer it. I just think great questions. <laughs> great question that we literally <laughs> didn't answer at all. I wish we could. Um, I am at the part in Grey's where Christina and Meredith are kind of, you might say, at each other's throats. And I'm really uncomfortable. I actually can't watch because oh they, God. I know they're trying to demonstrate how strong their friendship is. Like when they ultimately are okay, like they can say stuff to each other mm-hmm. and it doesn't end up mattering. But the digs that they are taking at each other, I'm like, Mm-mm. I know No, if, if Mimi said that to me, I, I would walk off the face of the earth. That's sort of how I feel about, and just kind of to bring it back down to like, to where I currently am. <laughs> If I'm comparing it to Salt Lake City, right? Or oh, which Salt is Lake more City, important, actually. I do want to talk about it. It's sort of like when Lisa exactly. has her hot mic moment. <laughs> if I'm Meredith, we're done. There is no coming Mm-mm. back from that. I'm sorry, guys. If you're not aware, and I'll and I'll pull up the transcript. And um, Lisa, like, if you're not a, fully get it. <laughs> <laughs> have you gone to the reunion she's like okay well it's not fair that they were recording <laughs> me and it's like well she you're literally, on a television she literally show walks backstage at the reunion and she goes you guys knew exactly what you were doing when you put that in there you knew exactly I what know. you were doing it's like well yeah they're like yeah our job <laughs> that's yes exactly what we were doing correct um okay this is what so lisa barlow everybody picture this salt lake city utah Lisa Barlow and Meredith Marks are the two bitchiest BFFs <laughs> in Mormon City. And they're like this dynamic duo and they're both like They've been always friends for each like 11 years. Yes. And it's like above everything else, like they are BFFs. And then I don't even really know what like sparked it, but it was all around because they were a veil and they were like kind of coming for Mary and I think maybe yeah, Meredith, Meredith wasn't was being like, super forthcoming about the things that she had said to Lisa. And Lisa said something and wasn't mm. expecting Meredith to back her up. And then okay, okay, something yeah. like that. So Meredith was like going through her phase where she was besties with Mary. Anyway, so, annoying, so by the Lisa way. gets like, I, I know. Lisa gets irate. And she oh, wait, this was away. in a veil. This was in Mount Zion. No, this was not Zion, a veil. That's Zion. why I'm like, I don't. I thought you were like no 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 it was a no up. but it was still Mary centered. I th- I think so yeah. Um, so she said, and it was on caught on her microphone and was aired on the show <laughs> the night before the reunion. Oh my god! The night before they went to tape the Do you reunion. Think that so Meredith, they've this whole time Lisa has probably been like going to get diet cokes with Meredith. Like she probably forgot yes, she said it. Yes, she totally. I escaped her mind. I think she knew it was coming and she was fingers crossed. They're not going to use it. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. They're not going to do that to me yeah. because she clearly didn't know they were going to do that. Cause she was like, you guys did this to me. I mean, how serendipitous that the <laughs> reunion was literally filmed the day after Meredith Marks had to watch that footage. You know, the producers are like, looking at the calendars just like, Oh my God, could we get lucky? They're like this. This actually was on the Mayan calendar, and uh, <laughs> thank God for that. They're like, we picked this date specifically because of that. So Lisa Barlow says about her best friend of like 11 years on air, she says, Meredith can go fuck herself. I'm done with her because I'm not a fucking whore, and I don't cheat on my husband, her and her dumb fucking family that poses. 
Why don't you own a house? Oh, wait, you can't. Because your husband changes jobs every five minutes. Meredith, you piece of fucking shit. I had your back and I'm offended by that. Fuck you. That fucking piece of shit garbage whore. I fucking hate her. She is a whore. She fucked half of New York. She can go fuck herself. Can you guys believe how, how much she kept going? Like, it, you think it's, like, the worst part. Her like, fucking family she can't say anything worse. What does that call, even mean? Calling out her entire family. I think that because her family, like, they pose and pretend they're, like, this happy family. <laughs> but really, like, Seth and <laughs> Meredith have been separated and whatever. But, oh, my God. It, I, I could not, I mean, this show is a gift. Guys, I cannot believe my ears. If you haven't just trusted us and taken the leap to Utah... It's time. You just, you have to, because Caroline and I can finally, if you're comfortable, I know you still have to watch season four, but we can find it. Yeah. I'm halfway through season three. Now that I know who reality Von Tees is, we can kind of discuss oh that my, if you want. Isn't that, I mean, yeah, we can. I don't, again, I don't know all of the details and I'm not like a Monica expert, but, um, how insane can like, he, this is what's so crazy to me. This woman is one of the greatest minds of our generation, okay? Absolutely. Because she said, I, she said, I'm a menace to society at my core. And me and my mom like to wreak havoc on bitches, okay? But I have my sights set. She's ambitious. She said, I have my sights set on a certain group, a clique I'm going to infiltrate. She's watched Pretty Little Liar. She said, I'm going to infiltrate this clique and I'm going to take them down from the inside and I'm going to be so sneaky about it that it can be televised nationally and people still aren't going to know that it's She me. is like Mona Vanderwall <laughs> meets Dan Humphrey meets Katie Heron meets yes. Janice Ian and yes. Damien. She's all of them combined. Meets all of the girls and John Tucker must die. It is. Like she. And then like <sighs> I immediately had a, a bad feeling about her because of how she would. Uh -huh. I could tell that she was trying to play every side of everything. Anytime she got in a fight with one yeah. girl, she'd get everybody to kind of take her side. And then she'd ultimately look like the bigger person because she would apologize. Or she'd mm -hmm. whip out her sob story about how she's... She goes, I don't live in a house like yours. I live in a 3,000 square foot house. Okay. <laughs> hey, okay. and you're driving a Range Rover. So like... Yeah, yeah. You, she's like, Maybe she's like, enough. Lisa, you can't appeal to the middle class. Okay, Monica, I don't know how much you can either. But yeah, and the, uh, well, the, I mean, it, but it just, it, I just, I can't, I mean, it's amazing. How did she weasel Dude, her way onto this fucking show? I literally, she's like, I'm, I'm already doing this gossip blog. What if I could get a little closer? I mean, she deserves an award for journalism. That's true. She should win a Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> <laughs> for reality volunteers I, I am surprised though <laughs> it seems online that a lot more people than i was expecting are like taking her side yeah they like her and i think what she it's did is fabulous i think it's iconic oh i think it's everything absolutely. like that but i think i actually think her story is really sad like when i watch her behavior and i watch how she acts she's so narcissistic so emotionally she's immature well and thinking about her family situation, I'm just like, girl. It's like she's it's clearly like kind been of like watching Raquel abused by her mother. Like the way like, that yeah. we felt about Raquel at the end of the reunion, where it was like, this isn't really fun anymore, because I'm looking at someone who 
isn't well. Who like, like and just doesn't is, get is it. it. Who needs help? Yeah. yeah. Who genuinely needs to get some help and it doesn't seem like anybody in her life is encouraging her to do so. It actually seems like the people she's been surrounding herself with and her so-called support system are actually like contributing to her downfall. And it, it is really unfortunate and really sad. But I do just want to remind everybody, and I'm not, and I know Phoebe knows this too, so I'm not saying that you're not saying <laughs> this, but so remind everybody that it's true. Yes, that hurt people hurt people and that you can come from bad circumstances and that's why you do bad things. But there are also so many people who go through terrible fucking stuff. Not all hurt people hurt people. Exactly. And don't do literally diabolical scheming. Okay. Which is what both so of these people were doing. It's that's not an excuse. Is bothering me about why people are taking Monica's side is like, okay, the Jen stuff was one thing because... She was mistreating her employees and she mm-hmm. is a felon. However, yeah. these girls, the only thing they've really done to anybody is be rich and be on TV. That's yeah. why Monica doesn't no, like completely. Them. And Monica has kind of tried to take it upon herself to ruin their friendship from the inside out. Well, yeah, because it's just all she wants. And that's the thing. The motive piece is what's missing because there's no there's no motive except to be relevant mm-hmm. and because she wants to be a star that's the motive 100%. so like Ego. It, she, that's what's really so nutty about it too is like it's not like she's trying to get back at these women who were horrible to her she's really not she literally just they wants like to barely be one knew of her them. they bar- like lisa was like yeah. i think i remember yeah. you from when you worked with Je- you looked really different then well, yeah, season two. Dude. She went on that fucking tape. That was crazy when they showed that and we finally got to see her face. Because like in season two, it's blurred out because they didn't know. I know. Obviously who it was going to be. And they're like, but also so like she was, uh, it's crazy. But anyway, yeah, if you haven't taken the leap into Salt Lake City, you got to do it. It's just crazy. So fun. Um, Really some like just amazing characters, honestly. Yeah. Is what I would say. I also have to call out something that Amber (laughs) sent in when we asked for questions. She said, I was like, what should we talk about? And she said, when you know when Caroline checks out of a conversation, (laughs) parentheses, in in person. (laughs) (laughs) Because we were getting our nails done. I was going to say, Amber, it sounds like there's an anecdote that (laughs) accompanies that question. We were get, we were getting our nails done and she's like fully talking to me. And I'm like and I'm listening and I'm like engaged. And then I like my my left ear hears another conversation right. that I think I need to know what's <laughs> happening in that one for a second. So I like try to like switch focus in my ear to that one, but I'm still like looking at Amber, but I'm like, she would do the same thing if she were me, because I think this conversation's about us. So I need to like, listen. And I'm like, I'm like so checked out. And then at the end she goes, I know you're not here anymore. <laughs> I was like, Oh, oh, you, oh, that? oh you saw that. <laughs> she was like are you listening to something else i was like yeah (laughs) but it was so funny because i like thought i was being so sly and she's fully like i saw the exact instant that i lost you (laughs) it was like you're here you're here you're here (laughs) she's like completely uninterested oh my god (sighs) what a fake laugh that was phoebe (laughs) i know it wasn't you're a poser poser i don't know you're a poser um okay so oscar noms what do we think about them? 
I I think about them. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing, you guys. And here's what's like really frustrating me because obviously there's a lot of discourse about the obvious snubs to Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie. And when you, you know, put that next to Ryan Gosling being nominated specifically, it's like, okay, what, what? Like, it's just, it's so, it's like actually kind of comical because of the context, you know, like it's genuine, it's genuinely like, it encompasses the movie so perfectly. It does. But then I've been seeing a lot of people who are writing in, (laughs) writing in, who are commenting (laughs) online saying that like, they're so sick of seeing people say this and that Barbie actually like was just a fun movie, but fun movies don't need to win Oscars. And that like, oh, you're like bummed out that this white woman didn't get a nomination, whatever. And here's what I want to say about that. So number one, Barbie wasn't just a fun movie. It was actually a very poignant and like kind of sad and moving an inspiring story packaged as a fun movie so that people like you will buy tickets and maybe go see it and maybe take a grain of some kind of message from it. That's what the movie is. And so we're clear, if a movie is nominated for Best Picture, I almost think it should be required for the director to also get nominated because guess who made that Best Picture possible? I agree. You know what I mean? And... I think it's ridiculous. It's also like, okay, you're nominating the actors, you're nominating, you know, all these choices that the director had to guide and make, but you're not honoring the director. And why is that? Because you're doing it with the other ones. That seemed a little, it it really, and you know, here's the thing for Margot Robbie. Someone said, I think it was America Ferreira said it like, she makes it look so easy. Margot Robbie makes it I look think so that's easy. Part so you of guys why are she watching. I think people were yeah, less. You guys are watching and you don't by think. Her performance. Well, they're just like, yeah, that wasn't the, you know, because she's the. Because she was Barbie. Whatever. And you look at Margot yes. Robbie and you see Barbie. So you think she's not acting. But it can't that's be. Not it true. cannot be easy to play the ubiquitous kind of figment of everybody's imagination who we picture and she did it in a way where literally we we think it must have been easy for her because it it was just so natural yes exactly and that's what's crazy is like this movie was extremely campy the script was ridiculous the concept was ridiculous they were trying to figure out how do we deliver all of these ridiculous, ridiculous things in a way that doesn't feel ridiculous, mm-hmm. like in a way that seems like this is really how these people live because it can't seem like a caricature or it doesn't work. And the lines are not written to for for Oscar nominations. Like it's what the actors have to do with those lines. Like that's what's happening here. And it's it is much harder to take a script like that and and make it believable and make it so that you think 
Because here's the, re- the reality is you'd notice if it was bad. You'd notice if she wasn't good. You'd notice if you thought it was a caricature. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't notice. And that's it was it's subtle, very specific, very powerful acting. But also she produced this movie. She played a major part in making this movie happen. Yeah. So to say that like she didn't deliver a performance, like the amount of love and ca- like care she had to have for this film to work on it, fight for it, and then star in it. Mm-hmm. Knowing that she, like, it's just, it's really, I think it's disappointing, but I'm far more disappointed that Greta Gerwig was not. I just don't understand um, it. I really don't. I like, I really don't. I I can, I can see the argument for the Margot Robbie. I can see the I, argument. I, wasn't, I don't agree with it. I wasn't a surprise to see. I frankly wasn't. I was disappointed, but I was not surprised to see that Margo was nominated and Ryan was because Ryan's performance was a little bit more like he didn't, he had the ridiculous lines and he made you believe that like, I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say without it sounding like I'm saying Margo wasn't doing those things, but just that what are some other snubs? I was, of course, the color purple. I mean, I don't think mom was surprised to see it, but I was kind of surprised Julianne Moore or Natalie Portman didn't get a nomination. I don't, I'm honestly surprised yeah. that my personal Oscar campaign for them on this podcast wasn't enough to actually get them both honorary Oscars. Um, that's what really surprised me. Yeah. yeah. Charles um, Milton But that's too. what happens. Uh, this is what happens like, when that's I, what this happens. is what happens when I watch um, one movie for the pre-award season and it's the movie that i choose to um pioneer not pioneer is the wrong word really really champion really champion exactly Mm -hmm. um but i have made it my goal this year to watch all 10 best picture nominations now i will not be re-watching oppenheimer but i have seen it but i have seen it (laughs) i did my time i paid my dues i watched the movie and that's all you're getting from me. Um, am I correct in saying, though, that The Color Purple was not nominated? Um, I think Danielle Brooks was nominated. Picture. No, I don't think it was nominated for Best Picture. And and I believe Coleman Domingo was also. No. No, he was nominated. Danielle Brooks, the sole Oscar nominee. Dim, uh, Coleman was nominated for Rustin. Oh, yeah. Wow. For Best Actor? Mm-hmm. He's been nominated in like all the shows, in all the past couple, like in in a in any movie. No, in, in Rustin. No, I know, but like, yeah, I didn't realize it was gonna be that kind of movie. What Rustin? I didn't realize it was gonna be like Oscar. Yeah, buzz. I figured it would be. It's Barack Obama's production company. Um, Anywho. Good for you, Emma Stone, five-time Academy Award nominee. I saw a tweet that was like, wow, if you are a charming white woman, you can literally get anywhere. <laughs> and like, I'm sorry, <laughs> it is low-key true. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, but the only reason Emma Stone has been nominated for an Oscar over Margot Robbie however many times is because it was like an artsy... It's because Emma Stone... Like, kind of yeah, quirky. Emma Stone like has like a little bit of like a funky pattern of speech. So like... <laughs> I was literally going to say, this is the opposite of pretty privilege. Mm-hmm. 
Margot Robbie not getting it's literally just because she's Dude, pretty. I agree. I think she's being overlooked because she's beautiful. And she's always yeah. said that, I think. Or people I've have said always that said about that about her. her. I've actually Which is why she wanted to play Tony Hardy and why she wanted to play Harley Quinn. I think it's amazing that she like immediately was like, I'm out of here. Like she was like, I'm go I'm gonna do Wolf of Wall Street and she fucking killed it. And then she's like, now I'm going to do I, Tanya. Now I'm going to, she did that, like that, like she played like Queen Elizabeth or, or like not Queen Elizabeth, but, um, yeah, some queen, really <laughs> whatever. Catherine, Who, like, yeah, one of those queens. <laughs> painted sound, white. Yeah, painted white. We sound so stupid. <laughs> what else is new? Um, anyway. Um, but yeah, she, but then she also is very strategic when she does play pretty parts. It's about something yes. that she believes yes. in like bombshell she was like i look like a fox newscaster yeah yeah so i mean i'm gonna tell absolutely. the story and like i also think she probably knew that was a risk with this with barbie and they were like like she probably saw this as a risk that people are now going to classify her again as that as and barbie it's really a shame that like like i kind of thought in my mind she'd be nominated but she wouldn't win like that's just sort of what yeah. i thought I thought Greta would be nominated and it, you know, would maybe win. It's kind of that thing when, like, you look back at the year of movies, you do it every year when you're, when the Oscar nominations are starting to be talked about, and you look at the couple biggest films of the year and you just kind of assume that the biggest roles in those films yeah. typically will get a nomination. Yeah. Like, I, I just figured, like, obviously Killian Murphy would be nominated and obviously... Yeah. Margot Robbie. I'm very happy for America Ferrera. I was not expecting her to get an I Oscar agree. Nomination. And that's where I'm like, okay, I know. Here's where it's like, okay. Because I know she had the monologue. I know that. But what I will say is that monologue was so powerful because she delivered it so well and whatever. But it was also so powerful because of the context that it was in. It was so powerful because of who she was speaking to. The Barbie that's supposed to like be perfect, right? Like that that's what mm -hmm. hit people so hard. Like all the build up to this moment and then this these this beautiful monologue that really just like hits us where it hurts kinda and like gives me chills thinking about it. But that isn't a really hard monologue to deliver. Like, no offense, but like that's kind of I've seen a million girls do a monologue just like that. Well, I I think that people saw that and they're like, oh, that's acting, and it's like, it's not always the big I dramatic do think a monologue. Lot of, like a lot, of, yeah. I don't know. I I saw a tweet today that was like, um, it's Oscar nomination announcement day or whatever, which is also like yearly reminder that big acting isn't the best. Exactly, acting. exactly, and it's like. Also, we must remember, and I say this to my students all the time, but like acting, art, it's subjective. This is just people's opinions, like, which is also what this podcast yeah. is now. <laughs> Granted, some opinions are better than others, but um, the Oscars <laughs> is like just people's opinions. And I would love to know what the criteria is. And like, I'm sure it's very technical, but I can't help but thinking it's just bun a bunch of like <clears throat> old dudes who are like, I really liked Oppenheimer. I really like when stuff is blown up. Like, you know, like I just can't help yeah. imagining it. Like I also I think that most academies I think are like I think some of the other ones are different. But like Jennifer Lawrence is on the Academy. So a lot of the times it's like 
your it's like having a jury of your peers yeah. kind of and i remember there's this musician that i listened to who tweeted around grammy nominations time or like at the grammys last year he tweeted that he was happy he voted for harry styles to win mm. album of the year and when i think about it like that of like there's no way every person on the academy is able to sit down and watch every movie of the year and they're also watching their colleagues and their role models mm-hmm. and people that they they it's just it's an imperfect process yeah. and it's unfortunate that um it seems to be upholding these patterns that are leaving people yeah uh in the dark but I, on the contrary to that congratulations to lily gladstone she's the first native american woman to be nominated for an academy award that's very exciting she was also voted most likely to win an oscar in her yearbook oh my god that shit so that shit gets me that would be really that would be really sweet and i think the boy that she was nominated with for that award like did an interview and they were like how are you feeling like trying to like get him to be like i don't know like feel bad Mm -hmm. or whatever and he was like i can't help but just like be in awe like this moment is about her and i'm i'm honored that people are asking me about her but i don't really want to talk about what i'm doing i just she's amazing that's awesome (laughs) all that to say i still do have to make the three-hour commitment to sit down on the couch and and watch yeah you sure do you sure do walk the walk babe walk the walk um i (laughs) have to bring something else up and that's oh uh, why does it sound bad and scary it is phoebe because well well, phoebe to put it simply because i'm (laughs) verklempt over this okay (laughs) (laughs) to put it quite simply um jacob already kind of sucked on snl oh my god oh Oh my god phoebe texted me is this gonna give me the ick for him and it's like something had to so thank god but like i really this was a shock to me it was it was far worse than I could have the ever monologue? predicted. I'm sorry. What are what are we doing? A Q&A? And you know what's bad when you know that they were probably brainstorming the monologue and the cast members are trying so hard to help. And they're like, "Okay, well, um it's like when you're doing a group project and you guys are all up there like you're in the process of presenting and you realize there's one kid up there who just has no idea so the rest of the group starts trying to fill in the space or like when you run out of time at the end of a or you finish your presentation but you still realize you have like two minutes left you have to be talking to get the grade so everybody just starts like that's so doing what they can to try to fix it if i got my point across i got my point across if i can exactly Exactly. And if I didn't, why am I gonna waste my breath and waste and if your I time? I think I'm done. If I didn't, if shame I think on I'm me. Done, and I haven't gotten my point across. Reflected in my grade. Don't make it a timed thing. <laughs> if I here here, let me let me just put an even <laughs> even more simply. Uh, if I think I'm done, <laughs> I am done. Okay, so I'm gonna sit down. I'm done now. Don't ask follow up questions. <laughs> um, he just like his monologue was was bad there was one good joke in there but it just overall was bad and he just wasn't that i mean he just wasn't and that funny every and it was like sketch was about him being so hot 
and how good looking he is. And it's not like a thing he hates the most. It's just Probably. such low hanging fruit. But I just feel like he take like they're just it's so much harder to be funny than it is to be a dramatic actor. And I just think he might not be a funny actor. He can still be funny in person. Yeah. But, like, it doesn't mean that when you're given a script, you're that funny. I think Renee stole the show when she was on stage. Oh and also the, like, 10 seconds when she was in that skit, she was funnier than when Jacob it, was the, the entire time. the little lesbian intern. I know. And she said she's doing 40 hours of court-ordered <laughs> media training. That was, I love that. I, that I was, was, that her, was the best joke of the night. I want her to host and perform, and I want she and Bowen to just go back and forth writing the sketches together. I know. Bowen had a funny uh, sketch at the end um, that was like ridiculous that I liked, but and Renee sounded absolutely out. I mean, just out of this world. The talent in that girl is insane. And then having Rachel McAdams introduce her, like, what a show! If you got to be and there, Megan the Stallion, holy shit! I know. And then how? And she looks so pretty yeah. and she's so great and she's releasing a single called hiss on friday that i can't fucking wait i'm for. so excited it's gonna be good it's gonna be great yeah so anyway i just was kind of like bummed and wanted to bring and that to your i attention. actually also want to bring this to everybody's attention i am tired of the edit that pittsburgh pennsylvania gets on everybody's el- on everybody else's tongues <sighs> i know give it up whoa i don't want to hear it could you refrain from talking about tongues on the podcast on everybody else's lips the word on everybody else's lips when we talk about pittsburgh is trash (laughs) the name on everybody's lips is gonna be roxy did you watch chicago yet no um (laughs) i just like yeah I, you know what? I knew that because you didn't start singing along immediately, which you would have if you had seen it because you'd be absolutely <laughs> obsessed and you'd be off book already. Anyway, yeah, I'm just annoyed by that. Pittsburgh is not this trashy little joke of a place that you guys can make fun of any chance you get. <laughs> no, and it's it's crazy when like I stumble across, you know, some photographer posts a great picture they took from the Overlook, okay? Mm-hmm. And it generates attention not just from Pittsburgh people. Yeah. And people comment and they're like, God, if only Pittsburgh wasn't the most dangerous place in the United States of America. It's like, have you ever been oh, there? What? <laughs> have you heard of Chicago? News like, to me. What? That's crazy. Like, I-, I know. I'm really like, I'm like a pretty scared individual. I think I would know. I will say like, <laughs> like, I growing up there, I don't think I've ever really felt unsafe in frankly most parts even the places that are like unsafe i don't Mm -hmm. really feel like i'm at a super high risk of anything happening in pittsburgh yeah so i usually don't either but i live in nashville now and i definitely feel that way here most places i go yeah so i felt that way in charleston (laughs) so hey charleston is keep pittsburgh out of your mouth out of your mouth and yeah okay um i also wanted to say that i am watching love on the spectrum and i'm loving it it's generating a lot of emotional responses There's for me a TikTok have you watched girl on it this season her name is oh, I think really? abby right she's one of the girls oh she's season one she's like the og what's her boyfriend's name Starts with the I D. I don't know. I just I'm only on like episode one. David. I don't know. Well, maybe Dave, there's just probably. a resurgence of it because she 
Well, season two just came no, out. No, but that's but what I mean. Her, I think I that believe. the season two is bringing back videos of her. But she's a TikTok oh, okay. girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, She's cute. She's really cute. But they're, so they're all like, all these different people going on dates. And <laughs> this guy then like goes and hangs out with his friend. And the, his friend's like, so how'd the date go? Like, tell me about her. What's she like? And the first thing this man said was, She's very unusual. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, if somebody just get the first <laughs> word out of their mouth to describe me as unusual, I will never be seen again. Un- she's very unusual. No, but what you, know, you know he meant it as a compliment. You know he did. Oh, my God. Um, I just think Love on the Spectrum is such a cool show because... It really, like, I think that people have this idea in their head of what people with autism look like, sound like, act like, and I think that we discount how fulfilling their life can be, and to have it shown in such a a thoughtful and, like, careful way um, is really exciting, and, like, point, and the fact that people really support it and love the show. yeah. Is pointing to a really positive direction. I think society's done really well moving into, and it's not it's not sensationalizing it, and it's not tokenizing it. It's really genuine, and I think that's really cool and exciting. Yeah, and that's what like it evokes really a lot of emotional responses because like at times it's it's like seeing them dating. And at at times it not going well yeah, is like really like and also seeing to watch the way that a lot of them communicate is so inspiring mm-hmm. because it's really just like if we just chose to be honest with ourselves and with each other, we would cut yeah. out so much so much of the pain that we like get by like sitting in yes. our own worries and like anxieties of what could happen and what will happen yeah. if i do this or this they're like well i'm just gonna just do like, like i'm just gonna yeah. go with my gut and if it goes wrong it goes wrong and it's gonna be fine tomorrow <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah and it's just like there's no other way it's like we're all like taught to subscribe to just like social pretense and like you know, we all have to do certain things and look a certain way and say, you know, you do say things, you don't say things, whatever. And when you take away all of that and you're just like who you are, mm-hmm. it's actually really endearing. But, you know, that's kind of like, anyway, it's just, yeah, it's a, that's a challenge for people. But I think it's awesome. And I also like there in the beginning, um, Abby has, and autism um dating coach come in uh-huh. and work with her and uh so she has like a ball and like the first she like has a conversation with abby and abby asks her like 15 questions like boom 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 and afterwards she's like okay come over here like let's sit down and talk about like how we have a conversation so i have all these balls and i'm each one of them every time i roll one to you i'm gonna ask you a question okay so she goes, what's your favorite animal? And rolls the ball. And then as soon as Abby starts to respond, she goes, what's your favorite ice cream? And then as soon as Abby starts, she goes, and and my favorite animal is, and then she does another one. She's like, what do you think about this? And she goes, okay, you're asking questions really fast. And she's like, I know, like, wouldn't it be so nice if there was time in between me passing these balls for like you to pass the ball back to me? So 
then they start having a conversation where it's like every time they had a thought to share, they'd pass the ball back, but you have to have the ball to do that. And like, I don't know, it, ju- it was just such a really neat like exercise. I thought it was a really cool way of teaching, but I also thought like, God, so many people <laughs> could benefit from that. You know, Literally. It, it's just, it's wild. That actually makes me think of, this is like unrelated, but anyway, last culture I was listening and they're doing a new thing where they're like pulling out uh, years and they're going to do like a whole episode where they just break down everything about that year. Oh, I love. Have you listened? No, I, I okay. skipped ahead so, in the last two episodes to hear their thoughts on Salt Lake, but I haven't really. Okay. Guys, I have been ill. I know. Are you okay? <sighs> Thanks for asking. It only took you an hour. <laughs> Okay, well, I asked you yesterday, <laughs> and I figured by now, you literally seem Wait, fine, guys, so I was like, oh, obviously, mom, obviously, she's been faking. My mom is the sweetest human on planet Earth. Um, This morning, I texted her. We were just, like, talking. She's asking me how I was feeling. She ordered me a Target order to be delivered to my door. She got me Diet Coke, Powerade, two cans of soup. And a Panera bowl of broccoli cheddar soup from Target. She got me little Valentine's Day chocolates, Valentine's Day socks, (laughs) three different kinds of medicine, a Breva for my cold sore. She got me my favorite kind of cheese and a fun flavor of wheat thins. Why is she... (laughs) She is the cutest person on earth. Wait, that's so funny because... So for some reason on mom's like shipped account she's my phone number there so every time she does like a target delivery order for the beach i get the text it's like hey georgia i'm starting your order and then they'll text me to ask for like substitutions and i have to like text mom and ask what she wants so i was getting texts today like hey i substituted the powerade for like zero sugar powerade instead or something like that but i didn't realize it was going to you that's so sweet it is like and it also when i first moved to new york and I got really sick and Caroline got really sick. And now we're like, oh, it was definitely COVID. But we just didn't know that. Um, and we were so sick. And mom sent us a Target order. And it was like the same thing. Like it was like she sent, you know, every kind of medicine, throat lozenge, tea, elderberry in like three different forms. Then it was January. So she sent all these Valentine's Day like chocolates, boxes of tissues. Yeah, she sent like, box I mean, Kleenex just, too. Yeah, like uh, things that I would never like probably buy because I was so poor and like I had just moved to New York and she had just left like a week prior and it just made me like want to sob. I it was like just the sweetest thing, but I was just like, oh, like sometimes that like comfort still getting comfort from your mom once you've moved away is like, yeah, you know. So thanks, mom. If you're listening, are you going to cry? Not right now. Not live on air. Well, so I guess we'll never believe you. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. So anyway, they're doing a years, <laughs> like they're centering episodes on years. I am the first shocked year we got back ch- to that. Well, I have a steel trap, remember? Right. Um, the first year that they pulled, one of the greatest years of all time, can you guess it? It goes back to 1980. I'll give you three guesses. 2000? No. 1989. No. Last guess. Make it a good one. 
2007. Oh, so close. 2009. What a year. My first year of high school. Wow. I mean, Kesha, Katy Perry, Pretty Little Liars. That's true. Like, Pretty major. What? D- DJ Earworm, King of Pop, whatever, remix. <laughs> blame it on the pop. Blame it on the dance. Blame it on the rock and roll. You want it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Have you heard it? No. <laughs> what? what? Ah! Guys, if you know it, if you know it, comment. If you know it, comment. <laughs> you know it, comment um, down below. Anyway, I think it's such an iconic first year. But the reason that they're doing this, Phoebe, is because Bowen like read something on his first mistake. And he read something that said basically like the podcast space is overcrowded and like people are over the model of two people just having a conversation. <laughs> And they were like, they were like, so we're going to do this to try to give us like something a little bit different. And I was like, okay, but Bo, they're not talking about you. <laughs> they're not talking about you or they're me about us. when they say that. No, 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 they're not. They're not talking about me and Phoebe and they're not talking about Matt and Bowen. Who were they talking about? They're talking about, about other people. <laughs> other people. Other people. The, all those other podcasts with two people talking. Right. They're simply not talking about us. And I was like, Bo, you don't need to change <laughs> the entire format of your pod for these opinions that have nothing to do with you. <laughs> like it is literally doesn't apply to you um, or me. And I'm not going to change a thing I'm doing. So there. In fact, I am. I was going to change one thing I was doing and. I was going to start sending voice memos, unhinged voice memos to the Patreon, but I sent one to Phoebe today and she literally did not respond. <laughs> so that killed any confidence I had. And now I probably won't do that. Do you want to comment on it? Did you even listen? I did listen. It was. J- and you didn't respond. You're such you a know, bitch. I was listening while I was working and then it stopped playing and the music started playing again. And I was like, forgot. Um, it was really long. It was six minutes. Do you know how long our podcast episodes are? <laughs> oh my god! I know, but like that's different. Um, I do think also if I was Anthony and that got back to me, even though you said a trillion times that it wasn't about him, I do think I'd think it was about me. All right, whatever. You just like killed my spirit. You just broke my soul. Um, you can break my soul, but. Caroline, Caroline and I, we, I mean, we really don't have to change what we're doing because we got a FanDuel ad. We got multiple ads. It's not FanDuel every time. By the way, guys, if you hear ads on our podcast, do not skip. We worked very hard to get to this point, okay? Here's what I want y'all to do when you hear an ad. I want you to get... Blast that I shit. want you to get a secondary device with a camera. I want you to hold <laughs> up your phone with our face or the ad on it. And I want you to take a selfie with you or a, a <laughs> selfie video of you listening yeah. to it, maybe pointing and smiling at the ad um, and saying, yeah. oh, my gosh, that's I the love only these way girls. Anyone... <laughs> uh, yeah, because that's the only way people will believe us. Because <laughs> Caroline, um, Caroline texted me at three in the morning to go. To, and it was like, oh, my God. <laughs> we got... I, well, I was like, I was like, I was like, am I being scammed? Like. I don't know if we're really like what if you gonna were have ads. It just what if you were hacked and someone planted the FanDuel? I ad? know. No, stop. But so I was like, I'm gonna go listen, and it was like, okay, it'll play in like the second ad slot. So I 
zoomed over there and I like listened to the segment right before and then I went into a FanDuel ad and I lost it. And then today I listened and it played some other ad I don't even remember because I was freaking out and ran into Anthony's room and said, hey, look. Which is what I want all and of you guys to do. Yeah, we're really, really proud. We're really proud. So um, just be happy for us. Okay. Um, guys, I want to say before our rotations, we have some, in case you guys log off before the end, we have some really exciting shit coming up. Okay. Number one, tomorrow, if you're listening on Thursday, tomorrow, we have our Glee pilot recap coming out on the Patreon for Honorary Connell Sisters. And I personally am really excited to do this one. I think people have been really eager for it. So we're going to feed you. Oh my God. And our Gleeks. Um, we are so gleeks. This is going to take see me it, right but back we both to have it. L's on our foreheads. You can't see it, but Phoebe does have an L on her forehead. <laughs> and I don't. <laughs> um, Even though Caroline, <laughs> Caroline would have been the one in the glee club in high school. Let's just be clear. Oh, please. You know how hard I resisted being in choir? I like cried. I was like, mom, please. It's social suicide. <laughs> and then I was in it for three years. Um, so anywho. <laughs> Next Thursday, don't miss the app because we are going to ha- drop an announcement. We have a very exciting, shall I say, groundbreaking episode coming up on February 8th that you're not going to want to miss. Groundbreaking because we're having you gonna say our it? first real guest. Yeah. Our first real guest. That's not blood related but I'm not to us. Tell you, it's not blood related to us. And I'm not going to tell you who it is. We'll tell you next week. Um, but we will announce that on the first and the episode will come out on the eighth. And then next week, you guys is the Vanderpump season 11. Yeah. Premiere. I can never remember if it's 10 or 11, um, premiere. And we are going to do our first February Patreon episode a week earlier than we normally would. So it's going to come out next Friday, February 2nd, 2nd, you'll be able to listen to our VPR recap on the patreon and that will be for all tiers and so anyone who wants to join you should you should check it out but i just wanted to say that all right let's go into our rotations you're first no i have nightmare wait what no what no didn't i have Are a dream kidding? last week no you had crashed oh, adam on your fuck. thing last week oh my god this is a disaster oh my god Oh my god, this is right, let's I quit. guess this is off the cuff. Versus Rachel McAdams. <laughs> I love what she did. She didn't she didn't stutter though. <laughs> she said, all right, I guess this is off the cuff. Rachel McAdams. Ever heard of her? Yeah. yeah. Rachel McAdams. Yeah. While you're talking, I'm gonna go do some stuff. <laughs> hey Amber. Hey I'm, Amber, this is I'm typically <laughs> the part of the podcast where I'm gonna talk for an extended period of time and I know immediately Caroline's not gonna listen to what the guy said. This is actually how Caroline Oh I'm dizzy. This is how Caroline listens to oh, my I need, to eat, I need to eat a banana. I need to eat a banana. I'm so dizzy. Okay. Oh my god, I'm blacking out. What did you say? Anyway, I'm just going to turn the space heater off while you start talking because I'm freaking sweating bullets because <laughs> I'm nervous to be on the air. Um, the way that Carol, I know that Caroline has stopped listening to me is when I start talking about my um, rotation and I, and I, I can kind of see <laughs> I can kind of see her not. Sorry, guys. She can't keep her focus because I'm freaking scowling through the camera. I can see her kind of looking my brow. Kind of not looking at me. And every couple words I say, she goes, uh-huh. Yeah. 
Okay, no, <laughs> I am. It's called active listening. And then at the end, she goes, okay. <laughs> Good rotation. All right, so. Oh, well, Phoebe, someone has to say something because you, I, it's like pulling teeth trying to get you to verbalize on this podcast. So someone has to do a transition. You're sure as hell not going to say, what's your rotation? <laughs> You've never once asked me what, what's my rotation. It's not <laughs> true. So, so actually, yeah, I have to do that. And thanks for bringing that it up. That is not even true. Because I actually really wanted to discuss this with you in a business meeting, but we could do it here. <laughs> <laughs> you don't ask me about me. See, Amber, see what you've done. See what you've done by asking me that question. Don't blame this on my friend. Don't blame this on my friend. Don't blame me. Blame it on yourself, enemy. Don't blame You're my me. enemy. <laughs> enemy. You're, you are being my enemy right I'm now. Minister. You're being so enemy vibes. <laughs> I love that. Enemy. Enemy vibes. Um, second. Anyway, I do listen. Okay, so number one was Rachel McAdams. Yeah, because she was on SNL and she got snubbed is what people are saying from the Oscars. I don't even remember what movie she was in this mm. year, but people are saying it, so it must be true. And <laughs> that's straight. They're saying I just so. famously love her. She's had such a great career. Big fan. Um, next is was just on the tip of my tongue, and now it's away. That's a great feeling. Um. <laughs> Wow, and you're like, Caroline, why can't you focus when I'm talking? Because it's so riveting. You should be oh, able to Oh, next attention. is Jason Kelsey. And then it's like this. No, <laughs> so mean. <laughs> no, I'm not. That, no, no, I'm that not. That was mean. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, Phoebe, no, I'm not. I'm so done. I'm not mean. I'm so done. <laughs> I am so done. No, I am so done. Next. I need to call JB. <laughs> jb husband boss <laughs> john barlow oh my god um second is jason kelsey he looked like he that's third i thought who was my other one <laughs> i well i was I can't remember. <laughs> there wasn't one okay okay well then then perfect sorry you were like silent for a while like you literally blacked out mid convo and so <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, I thought that was an opportunity to take a freaking breather. <laughs> Second <laughs> is Jason Kelsey. Because if I could go to a sporting event with any person on earth, it would be him. He looks like he... Really? It wouldn't be Taylor? No, it would be Jason Kelsey without a doubt. He looks like he had so much fun. He was there to support <laughs> the Chiefs. What? <laughs> I just like for a second, like because I'm listening to you, um, and I'm so actively listening that I actually for a second thought you were about to say he had so much work done. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah, that too. I mean, he looked amazing, but like I didn't notice. He um he like went out to like hang out with Bills fans, which I thought was so sweet before the game. He's not even there for their team, and he's just going to, like, have fun. Actually, kind of traitor vibes, though. <laughs> like, if you did that, such a negative no enemy Nelly. vibes. Such a negative Nelly. Oh, please. <laughs> I have, I literally have a pocket full of sunshine <laughs> and a glass half full mentality. How dare you? I think I'm just a little bit pragmatic, and what I'm saying here is kind of think it's actually, like, a betrayal, massive betrayal. <laughs> and I would say you're not allowed in the family suite. And I would say 
blood is thicker than water you motherfucker that's what i would say anyway so then he hopped out of the window because a girl a little girl had a sign that said something about taylor and he picked her up and put her on his shoulders and said we're gonna show this to taylor one second and he brought her up to the window and he waited until taylor saw the sign and they waved at each other and then i was kind of surprised taylor didn't come down to like say hey i guess that's dangerous for her yeah but i was like yeah probably. he literally in this environment it's dangerous for like one of the best football players of the past however long to like literally jump out of a window and throw himself into a seat <laughs> I know. Of one of the most dan- dangerous football fan bases in yes. the league yes yes um and last is lisa barlow why not <laughs> okay just because i think <laughs> do you want to explain you know that line in hamilton um where they're talking i remember death so much <laughs> it feels just like a memory that's kind of how lisa like, barlow makes that me feel one? that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah click boom then it happened no. sort of that like that one you know or? it's the what we it's out of this the reynolds <laughs> pamphlet have you read this Stop. Maybe that Stop. one. <laughs> Are you okay, okay. <laughs> okay, well, spit it out. <laughs> In the election of 1800, uh, when when um, they're talking about Burr. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, you could literally grab a beer like, with them. Somebody... Somebody get me a banana. <laughs> you literally so dizzy. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard I'm making myself freaking pass out for a second. Um yeah, it feels like you could have a beer but with But I them. mean like a diet coke. It must be nice. It must be nice. That's the part, right? Kind of. They're like I don't know. Um in love with France. Yeah, he's so elitist. <laughs> I like that bird guy. Like, you could grab a beer with him. You could be here with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell your husband um, vote for Burr. I love how Leslie Odom Jr. says that and that. When he's like, Tell your husband's vote for Burr. That one? Yeah, that's not really how he <laughs> says it. <but laughs> <laughs> I would says, I would know. He says, Tell your husband's vote for Burr. <laughs> He says like that, kind of. <laughs> like that one. All right, what's your rotation? I just love trolling her. <laughs> Guys, she's literally such an easy freaking target. Guys, Caroline, she's just like, Caroline she's like such a troll. Caroline is such a troll. <laughs> troll vibes. <laughs> I so am. I Whenever so you guys am. are like surfing um, online, when you're surfing the web and you see comments online that are like so trolling, <laughs> it's all me. Caroline. It's actually all me. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I'm so like, and again, it goes back to my ample amount of free time. It's like, what else am I going to do? But, but create a bunch of fake accounts. By the way, somebody called A joined the Patreon today and thank you for joining. But who are you? Who are you? And are you dangerous? (laughs) That's all I want to know. But also guys, when you join the Patreon, first of all, thank you so much for joining. But second of all, um, can you like message me your so i have your username um so i can add you to our close friends story where you get us raw and unfiltered and mostly me because phoebe doesn't actually have any more screen time left on her phone (laughs) (laughs) 
so she could never go. One of my favorite things to see mom do is when it's like 12 p.m. Ignore her screen. 12 p.m. and she opens Facebook. (laughs) She says, "It's like you've reached your limit." It's like mom, just turn it (laughs) off. I mean, turn it. You don't have to have that on. (laughs) Like you know, and and it's so funny because it's that. Make sure nobody saw. <laughs> she watched the social dilemma uh, on Netflix and she was like, guys, this stuff is not good. I gotta put this behind the paywall. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. Um <laughs> what? what? <laughs> this episode is a freaking laugh riot. <laughs> is there anything you wanna ask me? <laughs> I already did. Ten seconds ago. What's what? Your I can't hear I've you. I asked you like three times. What? What's your rotation? You have not even asked that. Uh, <sighs> and the worst part, she's gonna go back <laughs> and she's gonna edit it and she's gonna <laughs> manipulate the vocal so it sounds like she did ask me. You can't believe anything. Okay. All right, my rotation. Sorry, I just I didn't want to like get away from Phoebe's too quickly in case she wasn't done and and risk her thinking I wasn't listening to her. All right, first up on my rotation. Oh my god! Sorry, is the Academy of course. That's a good it's one. The Academy of course. That is a nightmare. Because what? That is a nightmare. On Earth. Phoebe and I were going to record last night, and then we didn't, and thank God, because Oscar noms came out, and that would have been so stupid of us, but also, I don't know that I would have had them on my uh, rotation yesterday, so that's number one. Number two, I don't, have I done it before? LED headlights? I don't know, but LED headlights can be on it any day of the week. Fuck them. Fuck you if you have them. They are a nuisance. I actually think it's rude. I get irate when I see people with them because I'm like, how selfish and rude and you think you're better than everybody else and you don't care if I can't see. Guess what? If I can't see, I could crash into you, It's a terrorist act is what it is. It's not a nuisance. It actually is. It's an act of terrorism against the streets. It's just like... Yeah. Uh, I I try not to blame the driver because... Did you say... Sorry, did you say against the streets? Streets. Not everything (laughs) is about gender and sexuality, you fucking woke bitch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry sorry guys just a liberal snowflake over here yeah she even dyed her hair blue <laughs> actually it's true match <laughs> <laughs> um were you saying something though um oh. i try not to blame the driver when i see them because i feel like i don't really know what my headlights look like i they don't look i like know that. they don't look like that because <laughs> guess what if they did i'd see a lot better <laughs> <laughs> that's true the headlights in the jeep are some of the worst headlights ever manufactured. Oh my God. Like, I'm like, I know they're on, but are they they on? Like, do we need to get, I'm like, mom, we need to get the lights checked in the car because they are not on. If there's (laughs) one thing about this this car that everybody in the family has driven, it's that you could take it to the shop every day of the week and be like, it's doing this. And the shop would look at you straight in the face and say, um, either no, it's not, or yeah, it is. And that's (laughs) fine. Like or they're like, okay, give us a thousand dollars and we'll take a look, um, and then we'll give it back to you good as new, and we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like that, mom you know, just, like that's just took this car into the shop like in November before we drove down to Nashville, 
And she went to go to Starbucks. I think right after she picked it up, she goes into Starbucks, comes back out, tries to turn the car on. The battery's dead. She had just picked it up. We also have the loudest brakes in the United States of America. And like when I drive with people that I know in the car, I'm like, guys, I promise you. These brakes are fine. We've had them checked 800 times. She's like, the, she's like, if we get in an accident, it's it is not going to be because of the brakes. <laughs> it's definitely user error, okay? It actually says that in the car's manual. If Phoebe K. Connell is driving this car and you get in an accident, yeah. we are not it's a, liable. It's, it's definitely it's her It's a fault. manual I made, and it's a picture of me in front of the Jeep <laughs> with a thumbs up. Guys, and it's a picture of her in front of the jeep for with every accident that I she actually had. when i got the the car back from the second accident it was the day of my court date that i had to go to um to explain imagine why phoebe in court why i got into the car accident <laughs> so i was dressed to the nines at school this day because it was right after school <laughs> and i took a picture posed in front of it in my in my nice little cute outfit, I looked good that day. I'll I'll give it to myself. That's the picture on front of wow. the manual. Never forget when I went to court in high school because I got pulled over, um, because I was driving with my parking lights on because I thought if I put my full lights <laughs> on, those are actually my my brights, and that I was gonna get pulled over for having my high beams on. <laughs> so I was driving with my parking lights on. And um, I got pulled over and it was also past the time that I was allowed to be driving because I had a junior license. I also had like four people in the car. I was in full stage makeup <laughs> driving home from TGI Fridays after a high school play I was in. Perfect. Um, I had a sock bun in my hair, if I remember oh. correctly. And what was I got in so much fucking trouble. Playing? I'm waking <laughs> up. <laughs> it's a revolution, I suppose radioactive by imagine dragons was playing and i can never listen to them again ever 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 this day actually makes me crawl out of my skin to think about it was so horrible and i didn't even really do anything that bad <laughs> like it was like so horrible but anyway so I, I went to court to like contest part of it because i had like an, i was like doing a school event so like i you know whatever and mom is there mom's so pissed at me <laughs> she wants me she wants him to like read the riot act like he, she <laughs> wants to see me like get my shit handed to me and he's like i've never seen you before and i was like yeah i know and he was like because you don't party because you don't drink you don't have time to be doing that and i was like so true meanwhile i had just been caught by mom <laughs> for drinking and smoking pot um the judge in our town said, is literally he just loves to either <laughs> read these kids to filth or just like <laughs> build you up like you've never been built up in your literally, life literally he he was like i wish i could bottle you up and make other kids drink you that's what he said what to a me crazy and thing mom, I'm, I'm like i bet you think that <laughs> and Mom's sitting back there so pissed because he's like, you are the perfect model high school student. And mom thought I was a full degenerate. Um, And he waived all my fees. But that was the only time I went to court. Pretty cool. Oh, knock on wood. Oh, knock on wood. Okay. And the last thing on my uh, rotation is Tristan Thompson, who probably has been on this before, but he just got suspended. Uh, I hate him. For drug use. So, you know what? Good. You fucking deserve that. Well, you know what? Karma comes to everyone because 
Simone Biles' fucking husband, not in the playoffs. I'm sorry. You don't even have a Super Bowl and you were saying that stuff. I didn't even consider that right now. It's not even like you're like a Patrick Mahomes or something. Yeah, no. I mean, oh my God, it's so insane. Gross. Anyway. Anywho, all right, that's my rotation. Let's move on. You did the recap? It's done. Fierce. Okay, let's jump right in. Let's jump right freaking in. All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So last episode, you'll remember the girls were kind of lured to Ravenswood by A's message about a girl disappearing. A sent them like a really weird magic trick that revealed a saw that said like, watch me make a girl disappear, I think. Once they get there, Emily is stolen by A or Redcoat or someone while Aria is like swept away to go do a magic act with Charlemagne, the magician. The girls eventually find her locked in a box, which is literally headed for a saw. Um, It's one of the most scary things I think A does. And then we see A redcoat turn off the conveyor belt. And then we see another redcoat. So we see that there are two. And I think only one of them has the alley mask on. And Arya runs after one of the red coats who's heading up to like the catwalk of the sawmill and they get into literally a physical fight and Arya gets to the point where she like kind of pushes this red coat who we now know to be Cece the mask is like kicked off she like roundhouse kicks Cece and kicks the mask off her face and then Cece falls off the catwalk and Arya like catches her for a second and then the coat rips apart and she falls to her death but It's not really her death because Cece gets up and walks away. While this is happening, Spencer is chasing the other red coat. And um, this red coat leads Spencer to like what we presume to be A's new lair. Uh, They're going through like A's mail and all this stuff. And we find out that A, A has an LLC, which I find hilarious. A has been paying Cece. So the girls think, okay, maybe Cece's not A, but she's definitely connected and maybe A is, like, a bigger thing than we're thinking. Uh, Hannah finds suits in this apartment, so um, they're also thinking it's probably not CCA. It's probably a guy. Aria, while they're in the A layer, Aria finds an invitation uh, and a costume for a Ravenswood party that's happening tonight. And we see that Caleb is on his way to Ravenswood. He's taking the bus. And I'm already annoyed by the storyline in this episode. Miranda, see a girl. 
cannot stand you. Grunwald finds the girls after they leave A's lair and tells them that they need to leave because he, we're assuming referencing A or whoever's like looking for Allie, is hoping they'll lead him to Allie. Grunwald tells the girls that Allie's alive and that she pulled her out of the dirt, but then Allie like ran away and she really doesn't know what her deal is now, uh, but she knows she's alive and like can feel her or whatever. We see Ezra in the lair, which of course leads us to believe that he is A. Uh, Once Arya sees the costumes, of course, for the costume, she suddenly wants to go and says, we have a party to crash. We get like a glam bot of who I assume to be Ezra in the gas mask costume that Arya saw a sketch of in the A layer, and that's that. So we have a party to get to. Let's enjoy the episode. <laughs> All right, guys. So I just kind of couldn't believe that our first glance of the girls was them in these insane fucking outfits, costumes. And the only thing that was more unbelievable to me than what they were actually wearing was that Marlene King wanted me to believe they just got these. Like, they just threw these together five minutes ago to come here. Uh-huh. Uh, these are the most elaborate costumes I've ever seen. At 11 p.m., remember? Yeah. I just want to know, like, is it, like, a Thursday? Is it a Friday? Like, what day of the week is it? Because my mom would not be having this. And also, who, where do we have the budget, girlies? Where's the budget coming from for these elaborate fucking Crazy, costumes? But iconic. I just, that, but I do, I do love that we get them. I just think the costumes are just ugly. All of them? I, I think mean, that it's just like the top, I think Aria's is fully ugly. I mean, the other ones you work think for is me. Pretty? It's not that they're pretty. It's just that they're not like are the way that when Aria dresses for this time period, you know what I mean? Like it's happened to dances before too, where like she always has to put just like a steampunk or like yeah. a modern twist to it that takes me out of the look. Hannah Spencer and Emily are in looks that are a little more believable for me mm-hmm. and fit the theme of the night. Aria just looks a little out of place. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just. Anyway, they're at this party and it is it's important it's, to note that they're not at the party. They're, they're trying to get it. into the party. They're freaking But Granny is not letting it. it happen. Well, here's what I kind of just can't really believe is that I and it and it kind of hit me that this party is literally at a cemetery (laughs) like yeah that is so inappropriate can you imagine if mount lebanon was like we're gonna have a freaking party in the cemetery oh my god we're walking on the literal dead desecrating graves that's what that's is that the theme of the party sounds like there's something kind of iconic about it in this app it is iconic because it's fiction but that is bonkers (laughs) what an insane thing to do and but I am like, OK, well, if you're looking for Allison, you're in the right place, because as far as we know, she's dead. OK, girls? well, not anymore. Right. Grunwald well, told us last episode. I know. But like still a lot of um, people have said a lot of things in this show. I don't know how quickly I'm believing it. So they're walking up to the gate, like trying to figure out what's up. And Hannah's like. Well, can we just make whatever this is fast? This girdle is cutting off my circulation. To which Spencer says, 
Hannah, it's a corset. Like and Hannah Spencer. says, Spencer, it's torture. <laughs> I love you, Hannah. <laughs> they said comedy rule of threes. What? Uh, yeah, but Emily's like, guys, I don't know if I'm ready to see Allison. Wait, <laughs> I wrote that. Emily's like nervous to see her ex to tell her about the fact that she's currently dating the girl that (laughs) she called Pigskin. (laughs) Hey, uh, do you remember Paige McCullers? Allie's like, Paige McCullers. No, it's not ringing any bells. And Emily's like, "Um, okay, how could you? And Aria's uh, like, you called her Pigskin? (laughs) And Allison's like, oh my God. uh, Yes, what's up with her? That freak. And then... (laughs) <laughs> and then we know how that em- ends. I don't even think Emily's worried about that. Emily's more worried about like what this means for her and Allie. She's like, <laughs> is Allie going to be less likely to get back together with me if she knows that I'm with yeah. Pigskin now? I think she is really she's worried. Yeah. That like it's going to she's going to see Allie and like it's going to ruin everything with Paige. Yeah. But Aria is like, Em, we already have as in already <laughs> have seen Allison. So, OK. Aria right. with the drama. Um, I really like, do we have to spend a ton of time on this bus scene? I'm spending no time on it. We're skipping all of them. Okay. Just so you guys know, though, what we're skipping. He's on the way to Ravenswood and that girl comes and sits with him, which I think is a little inappropriate. If you ask me, Caleb, you should have shut that shit down. But Miranda does come. She's also going to Ravenswood. That's all we really need to know. I don't know why we had to spend so much fucking time on that bus. In this episode. So we're back to the graveyard and Arya's a fucking idiot. They're walking around Wait. the grave. Arya sees something sticking out of the ground, I guess. And she goes, uh, 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 are, are those fingers? <laughs> and Spencer <laughs> says, no, those are mushrooms. You <laughs> Aria, fucking idiot. what fingers have you seen recently that look like mushrooms? It's oh like that guy, in Gray, in th- that guy in Grays who comes in and he's like a tree. Oh my god, I forgot a PETA vibe. And, and then Miranda Bailey <laughs> tries to chip one of the things off, and a spider comes out ah! of it, and she jumps so far back. It Aww. was the, it was so funny. You know I love that girl. I know, but we're seeing like there's a ton of kind of irrelevant shit in this episode. It is a Halloween episode, so that's why I was confused and like shocked that it's actually such a big episode because it's also like just so much filler like it's just you know anyway yeah but like hannah sees twins and red coats with blonde hair and black hats and it's like as phoebe said last episode we just always have like this twin thing coming up and hannah just keeps seeing them in the cemetery and like it means it's like nothing, it would be so nice guys if like we had thought hmm if, if we were gonna try so hard to make twins part of this show it's almost like there was a storyline somewhere in the source material that would have taken care of all of this. Yeah, if you just yeah. Followed it. There might have. You would have gotten twins out of it. I think. You sure would have. And so then Ezra calls Arya, and I guess we're just are we just fully committed to Ezra at this point? She's like, oh, I have to take this. Like he might be worried about me. No, it's crazy. And like the entire episode, I can't believe it. And it's so creepy yeah. now that we kind of know what's going on. I know. I'm um, so like, it, it has become so sinister to me. The way he, he's, I was trying to reach you. Where are you? None of your and business. He, he's just like, Arya, you need to be careful. And it's like, Ezra, you're not her boyfriend. I, I, as far all as you we know, are she's to still her right Jake. now is, your, is, is her, her teacher. teacher. Like, so this is not appropriate. Um, and then we like get this like 
she hangs up with him and they walk away and then we see him and like confirmed he's the guy in the gas mask. He's at the cemetery. Like, why even call? <laughs> you know where she's. Yeah. I, I to, need to know the motive. To I hope we find lie. out soon because I'm like, I'm ready to hear the motive for this. Um, did you notice that the font that they're using for like the starring is the same font from the pilot? The starring? Like the starring Troy and Belisario. Lucille. Oh, I didn't really notice. No. It's the OG font. Oh, I guess that's I, what happens when you've seen this episode. I guess that times. is what happens. <laughs> so um, there's <laughs> a random guy at the party who's in the same outfit as Ezra and the girls notice it and they're like, oh, my God, that must be him. I've never seen him before, though. So yeah. why would he have anything to do with us? And they've basically just assumed that he's board shorts. They're like, that must be board shorts. Oh, my God. And so Spencer's like, all right, I'm going to go eavesdrop. Because he's talking to a girl. So, like, and they're, like, obviously kind of having, like, maybe they're not getting along. But they're not, like, fight. Like, there's really nothing that tips me off that this guy is one to watch. And Spencer goes to eavesdrop. And then the girls go to, like, corner the girl the guy was talking to. And on the way, they lose Hannah because Hannah's, like, watching the twins. It's like, why do we need all these diversions? Yes. They, this guy, like, looks at them and goes, name and the way that these gr- I can't I'm astounded anytime these girls have to talk to someone of authority that like isn't someone that Arya is hooking up with I'm just floored by how they look at them they you know what? like scum of the earth you know everyone needs to take a page out of Emily's book and work a service job work in food and bev yeah, front of house I agree. especially especially <laughs> yeah, Arya it's like, it's like oh boot camp for being a good person <laughs> Like you Here's where to. Hannah would work in high school if she went to Mount Lebanon. Hostess Hill at Hoolahan's. Oh, I was going to say hostess at Elpeds, but yeah. No, she's she doesn't quite have that vibe. Where's Spencer? Bistro Spencer's 19. Spencer's Bistro 19. <laughs> <laughs> Emily's like... <laughs> I like Jersey Mike's. <laughs> what the... <laughs> no something uh, casual something casual lucy is at the coffee tree not uptown coffee lucy's at orvis ew uh, orvis the sweater store no the coffee shop oh, on orbis. washington road orbis orbis <laughs> <laughs> lucy by no, the way no, her no, name's no, aria no. no 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 lucy works at little tokyo oh my god Oh my god, no, for real, dude. The girl, the other girl, whatever. Grunwald grabs Emily and is like, Why are you here? And she just is such an unnerving woman to look at. Are those contacts? I don't think so, because she's been no, in they, other stuff. I I think her eyes are really extremely blue, but I'm I like these look like there's like a film over them. Like I'm like, are we enhancing them in any way? Because it's it's quite jarring to look at. If there's one thing about Grunwald, it's that she screams natural. <laughs> um, are, are you being sarcastic? <laughs> Sorry, I'm I can't for real. tell. Because, no, you're not. Yes, I am. What? No, you're not. We've met her in a hair salon. <laughs> natural beauties don't go to a hair salon. No. Natural beauties are it, not the mother of a sorority house. Case in point, me. Case in point, Baby Connell, Lair. Lair. Um, then she's, yeah, she's basically just like, 
get out of here girl and then we see aria again and this is a theme throughout the episode why are we splitting up i why was just gonna say we all went off together and now like hannah's like everyone's just like squirrel like hannah's like twins and emily's like grunwald and aria's like i'm actually focused aria's like aria's i'm actually like, focused today Arya's like someone is about to grab me from a grave and pull me under. I'm about to have a really great she's story. Walking, she's walking and someone's hand grabs her ankle, which when we figure out what happens, I'm like, you could have just said, hey, can you help me? I know it is because so girl much. Grabs Arya's ankle and Arya, we get this close up of Lucy Hale shrieking as though she's in the movie Psycho. But I am like... I, if I'm Aria, I'm reacting way worse. I, I am, passed out. I I'm actually passed first out. First of all, first of all, I just peed myself. <laughs> Number two, I'm screaming bloody murder and I'm kicking. The girl now has broken <laughs> fingers. Suddenly I fall down because I'm now in shock. I've, I've lost my way. It's dark. I'm in heels. I fall down in this ridiculous costume on top of the girl. She's now dead. Not because I'm heavy because she was actually hurt already when she was down there. And I just, when I got down there, I just noticed. But she could have been dead for a long time. Who knows? And then, and then... I, I'm like, well, she's already dead. So I like prop her up on her shoulders so I can climb right out. Right. <laughs> That's what I do. So it kind of <laughs> goes like that. It's the girl from earlier who was talking to who they think board shorts is. And um, she just needs help getting up, which I think <laughs> is, again, crazy. Also, how did you not break a leg? If I fall in a hole like that, I'm going home. I, I'm not like going to have a group hug with, with this stranger and, and my boyfriend. Like, it's just not going to happen. Um, and then the guy shows the up. The guy's like her cousin or something and is irrelevant. He's like a weirdo. He like is so like weirdly protective. And it's like, I thought we were going to find out they were ghosts. Like, I just. Yeah. Someone like pushed her down and um, they're like, who hurt you? And Arya goes, do you think there could have been someone behind this? And it's like, okay, Arya, not everybody here <laughs> is here on a mission. Yeah. Not everybody here is looking for your dead best friend. And the girl's like, I had a cocktail and I was walking and there's an open grave and it's dark. So I actually just stepped right in. So no. If I'm if I'm throwing a party at the town graveyard, I'm making sure all the graves are filled in before. For sure that's on the list. That's on the party planning list. And I'm firing the party planner if it's not on the list. Um <laughs> so then all the girls like meet up again. They've all been on their different missions. And they are just now realizing that something weird is going on in this town because Spencer points out they're using headstones for bar stools. <laughs> and it's like, okay, but kind of like a sleigh. Like kind of That's like what I thought. How I, yeah, but not real ones. How I'm trying That's to have like my next the Halloween theme. party, but it's That's what I was gonna say. Props. This is the theme of my next Halloween party for it's sure. Props though. Um, this is what it is. And Emily's like, well, I got away because, or it's Spencer and Emily. The girls aren't all back together yet. It's just them. And Emily, or Spencer's like, how could you lose both of them? Spencer, where'd you go? Yeah. What have you been up to? And Emily goes, well, I was jumped by Grunwald. <laughs> and they're just all so mad at each other. Eventually, they all come back to eat, back together. And then they see Redcoat run into like a mausoleum. Yeah. And so they all run into it but red coat is nowhere to be seen almost like she disappeared into thin air and they do believe it's allison and the red coat and i'm just like this is where the show just loses me 
I'm sorry. I'm so over this. Like, oh my God, we're walking around in this house and I can't find my way out. Like, yes, you can. This is so stupid. It's so annoying. <laughs> These trapdoors aren't real. This is so like, I'm sorry, help me is not written on the wall in blood. Like, this is a little much for me if you ask. If you ask me, it's a little much. Um, but I can't wait till we get to a certain. <laughs> those of you who have watched the show, you know the scene, the opening scene in that one episode where a certain someone is dancing at a certain place. They all know what I mean. And Caroline's oh, great. The hate scene it. in Saltburn. Smutter on the dance <laughs> Did you like my hilarious close friends Instagram story last night? My personal, you guys, personal. You didn't miss it. I said. Did I see it? Yeah, I think. Oh, I thought you responded to it. I said, little sister can't find the Instagram of the boy oh, she yeah, likes. No, no, no. <laughs> Give did. me his first name in five minutes. And I took a video of it, like zooming in on my face as I did an evil laugh. And I put murder on the dance floor playing. And it was pretty <laughs> cinematic, honestly. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Um, so they're trying to figure out how to find this girl where the heck did she go and aria decides she's officially losing this flying saucer they are taking off the hats and they find a little secret passageway because there's one part of the ground that's not covered in leaves and dust it, it, it's literally like detective hastings takes out her fucking magnifying glass and is like sniffing the ground trying to find like a trap door it's it's so goofy it's she just knows what to look for but i do Almost need to tell you Almost as though she's following a script. Almost as though she's been doing this for four seasons now. This was my literal dream. Phoebe, I can't tell you, like, all I've ever wanted, all I wanted as a kid was, like, to find a fucking secret passageway. Oh, my God. If I'm playing the oh game Clue, then- I'm using it every chance I can get. If I'm going to the Carnegie Museum of History, I'm going in the catacomb and, like, the mummy thing. Like, that's, like, the closest thing I can get to that. If I'm watching yeah. Young Frankenstein, I'm like, oh, I want the bookshelf that swings. And then it's, I just want it's like to when experience we, it. When we toured that house that mom and dad almost bought. Oh, my God, the one on the corner. Oh no, you mean oh this one that had it's literally like the clue house and there was one bedroom that was hidden behind a bunch of bookshelves. Like all the door there were two doors to the bedroom and they were bookshelves. Oh my god. That matched the bookshelves on the outside. That was such a sick house. So they go down some steps. Aria just yeah, it just goes right down. Could not be me. She goes right down. And someone goes, where does this even go? And Aria actually is funny. She goes, uh, hell. (laughs) Like, did you guys, I know one of you watched that movie as above, so below. I'm not going down there. You couldn't pay me money to go to the catacombs. I don't want to see it. Do you want to know something? It's not my business. It's not my business. I went to the catacombs in Italy. You did? Yeah. Well, I mean more the the Paris catacombs, though, mm, that okay. are like all the rooms are still not explored. Like they literally don't know how deep it goes. Mm. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't with it. <laughs> I can't even think about it. Well, my friend Grace Hamashima obsessed with As Above, So Below. Obsessed. And I've never seen it, but she would talk about it all the time. And any time someone like was suggesting a movie, she would suggest it. And we were just always like, no. <laughs> we wouldn't watch it. <laughs> I don't know if you would particularly enjoy it. Uh, I heard it's like, what, sad or something? No, it's really scary. scary. Okay, maybe that's what it was. There was a reason that we didn't want to watch it. I just can't, I thought I, I couldn't remember what it was. I know it it's evoked like one of the, quite a reaction, though. 
It might be one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Oh my god. Okay, thank God I didn't watch it because that was when I was living in a haunted apartment. Yeah. Uh, it's just uh, not for me. So them doing this is not something I would have done. No, and then somebody bit. shuts the door behind them. Duh. Duh. Why didn't you put someone up there to go? Like, I'm sorry. It, there's just so many things where I'm like, all G2, no G whiz. And I'm talking to you, <laughs> Detective Hastings, if you even want to call yourself that. Oh my God. Spencer's not bothered and by that at all, though, by the way. Of course, there's no signal down there. There is somehow a power at first. So all the girls are like lined up against this wall when the power goes out. And of course, Arya is holding hands with Hannah and she fucks it up because the lights come back on and Hannah's gone. She's been replaced with a porcelain statue. <laughs> they were they had physical contact. <laughs> and Arya if there's if if there has n- never been anything more Arya than this. Yes. And, and so the lights come up they're like Arya, you <laughs> had one fucking job and she's like how dare you be mad at me pretty much. Arya's like well my hands are just so soft and dainty that all of my your all of your so hands small. feel like this. My little mushroom hands, hands feel are so rock hard. small. <laughs> my little mushroom <laughs> hands. Um, so Hannah's now on her own, but I'm like, okay, <laughs> are we just, we're never going to like actually explain how Hannah ended up here. Like how the fuck did she get here? Did she black out? Like she literally, it's For like real. she comes to, and she's like in another area, another wing of the house exploring. And she's just perpetually walking down what seems to be the same hallway, just like in different directions. It's before, just no, no, annoying no, before she me. Gets up, before she gets up to the house, we have this unnecessarily long close up of about a million rats. Oh, oh, well, because that's right. She finds, she sees, help me, written on the wall. I think we're supposed to assume it's blood. Of course, I'm immediately like jungle red, Ali's color, Ali's signature color. Of um, course. And then she hears and something. I guess, I guess at some point she takes her hat off and leaves it there. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. then she finds another stairwell that leads her to Luigi's mansion. And <laughs> Literally. But that is when she pulls <laughs> out her flashlight and there are one million rats, as Phoebe said. I am obsessed <laughs> with the the usage of an iPhone 4S flashlight <laughs> the in this fla- episode. Oh, with that iconic case. I was like, this is a moment in pop culture in history. Yes, and of course. Honestly, I was thinking about this show, and it stops being this way when they do the flash forward. But I think this show actually does a pretty amazing job of using technology. It's not like, it doesn't come across as... Like, you know how when people, like, put the text on the screen or, like, there's too much usage of technology in a way. It just doesn't feel real. Do you kind of mean, like, in the first season when they're, like, tweeting, like, Hannah, are you okay? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) on their walls. (laughs) Except we did discuss that that is actually how you guys behaved. (laughs) I know, but, like, you're, like, you're, like, it's it's so, like, understated. It's not too much. It's fully believable. (laughs) But it's like, for, you know how, it, like, when we watched Original Sin, we were like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't need to see every single text blurb on the screen, and I don't need every abbreviation that's ever been sent in a every text, text message. Every text doesn't need used. to say sent with Siri. Literally. I'm over it. Anyway, but I just felt like this episode reminded me that, like, some people do it well. It won't be this show for forever, but for right now it is. Then My lip balm is iced coffee flavored. I freaking love it sick <laughs> just <laughs> say that go super on super cool 
so Hannah is um sorry I lost yeah she gets up the steps she she gets up there and she sees a piano and this is where you see that the universal human natural urge whenever someone sees a piano you have to hit a key <laughs> it's actually like a toll you gotta hit it's a it's like key. when you when you pass a toll booth it's kind of like that. You, ha- It's like your easy pass. You have you. to pay the toll. If you want to cross a bridge, my sweet, you've got to pay the toll. What's that from? Into the woods. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I'll, I'll give you one more hint because you're going to feel like dumb as rocks when you realize what it is. Take a gulp and take a breath and go ahead and sign the scroll. I'll give you one more line if you don't got it. And this next one, by the way, is a dead giveaway. So it's not impressive at this point. <laughs> actually it was never impressive flotsam jetsam now i've got our boys the boss is oh. on a roll the little mermaid what's the song poor unfortunate souls <laughs> yes 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 i don't know only- the words i don't know the words to that i only know wait sing the chorus for me poor unfortunate souls <laughs> <laughs> uh, why would i sing it when you just did why would I need to sing it if you just did? <laughs> I won't be. I actually won't be. You guys <laughs> want to know what that song sounds like? You can just rewind a few seconds and hear it again. I realized <laughs> when I was going to start singing it that in my head, you're making a grave mistake. I was, I was, I was putting the words poor unfortunate souls in <laughs> the uh, a song from Aladdin. <laughs> Poor unfortunate souls. No, it was like <laughs> Arabian Nights, or I think it is Arabian Nights, or you ain't sing ever fun ex- like me. Hey, sing it again. No. <laughs> hey, one more time, so I can and just I'm actually bleeping so it. I'm actually bleeping it out. No. No. Okay, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. If you want to know, I was doing my mic check, of course. And I was like just messing around. I was like, I'll just like sing a little bit for my mic check. And then I played it back and I was like, wait, I kind of sound fierce. And so I cut it down to like just a very specific part that I liked and I loved it. And then at at the end, I did this whole thing. And at the end, I was like, all right, mic's working. (laughs) Like, and then I, but I cut like half of the vocals. So it goes from like me fully like riffing to, all right, mic's working. (laughs) <laughs> so I left it in. Yeah, I so I left it in to, to be kooky. Um, and if you cut your vocals and you leave mine in, then that's fucked up of you. All right. Um, Ezra's so anyway. in the house, guys. Dude, which I just think is crazy. Oh. Ezra shuts the piano behind Hannah. Was that necessary? And then... Caleb has finally arrived. We'll just keep you updated with kind of his whereabouts. They've arrived to Ravenswood. And he and Miranda have exchanged numbers. Yeah. And she pokes his forehead. Sorry. Miranda does not matter. Well, he's about to like stay here with her for a few days. So a a long longer than that. Great. Still no sing- signal at the mansion, and then Hannah finds a phone booth, <laughs> and she like goes in and like leaves the door cracked, and then someone very gently closes the door behind her. Because, Again, of course. 
Why are we not? I'm picking up the phone and I'm turning around. So I'm facing the door. I'm also probably have like my foot in the door or something. I, I It's just there's so much lack of uh, attention to detail here. And it's it's just sloppy. Um, yeah. The girls are still in the tunnels looking for Hannah. And then they find that help me <laughs> help me sign in Hannah's hat. So they're like, oh, my God, Hannah must have written this in her own blood. Um, and then Hannah realizes she's been locked in this phone booth and the glass is like frosted glass. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Because we see these three lights like coming towards the phone booth and it's like they're, it's like their led headlights. They're getting brighter, 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 closer, closer, closer. And they get so closer on every side of the phone booth. It's like, what's about to happen? And then it all goes dark. Yes. And then someone calls the phone. Go ahead. And then we like see that yeah well, wait, someone calls yeah. the phone and, and it's like, um it's a, there's just like a song playing again um, this just feels then, like too much going on yeah and then Miranda the girl walks into the house and she's like looking for her uncle so we're kind of like is this her uncle's house then the girls finally get to the mansion and the girls Spencer is all hung there, up on they? the zoning. No, they just arrived. Oh, They've been in the so tunnels. this is okay. I thought the tunnels was like in the house. No, so they were in. They were at the graveyard. Went in the mausoleum, went downstairs to the tunnels, and then Hannah was the first to come up the stairs, and then the girls came oh, up. The okay, stairs. yeah, that's crazy. But it does look like the girls came into a different room because there's still musical instruments, but it's not like a piano. There's like more stuff because yeah. Spencer like looks up. And sees like blood or something dripping from the ceiling. Why? 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 Yeah, why? Yeah, we never get an answer. <laughs> like why? Uh, Emily says that she's hoping it's just rusty water. And we um, hear Allie's voice say, "My friends know I'm here." And then Allie's poof. voice is so fucking iconic. It really is. It she, really it's is. It's honestly like Lisa Barlow vibes the way that she looks like. Just here. like that. It, yeah, I guess maybe. And then Spencer goes missing. So we're just really making the rounds. Um, we're not learning literally anything. And then we go back to the phone booth. And like, you know, when it's foggy, gl- like frosted glass, like if you're far away, you can't see through it. But if you get right up there, you can see. So somebody like approaches the phone booth and it's Allison. Her face gets close enough that we can see it's Allison. She can definitely see Hannah. And then Gas Mask Man, who we know to be Z, grabs her and pulls her back. And I want to know what Sasha's <laughs> check was for this episode. I know. I know. Me too. Then he looks inside and here's her. I'm like, you're Ezra. You're looking in here. You're seeing. Like, I'm just like, what the fuck is going through your head? What's going on? And the door opens and I'm like, okay, good. Ezra's not. He's being a friend of me. He's not really a bad guy. He's he's going to let Hannah out of here because he just saw her and it's his student and he cares about her well-being. Right. But no, it's actually Miranda, the girl Caleb, Caleb's twin, who he's been having sex with on the bus. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Basically. Okay. Um, Guys, I'm Hannah kidding. Immediately, I'm kidding. Hannah immediately hates her, basically. <laughs> She's uh, like... Miranda what? also just got here. Like, she's literally been in the house for three seconds, and she goes, I'm also kind of lost. How? <laughs> it's just like, how are so, you guys lost? Uh, it's so, so annoying to me. And so Hannah like, know, explains what? 
Well, I just was going to say, I realized in this next moment that Miranda and Aria actually would be great friends. Yeah, I noticed that the second Miranda, I saw her. Miranda goes, so do you guys like dress like prom night on the Titanic every night? Yeah. She gives, I'm a little different. <laughs> like that's sort and of. And here's the thing about Miranda, though, against Aria is that Miranda is actually is a, a little is different. Is a little bit different. <laughs> Um, so Hannah explains like what's going on to Miranda that they think they're friends in this house and she's trusting Miranda to help get her out of here because Miranda says it's her uncle's house, even though I don't know that she knows that. And again, I'm like, how is this house this hard to navigate? Nobody knows their way around. It's bizarre, but they do open a door. But I will and say Lu- Luigi's Luigi's mansion is pretty tough to navigate. That's fair. That's fair. They open a door. Kind of like defies space time con- continuum. Okay. The what? Think about it. When when the roads like warp and like spin. Yeah. My head hurts from you saying that. Luigi's mansion? No, you said spinning. So anyway, um <laughs> they open a door and there are two coffins in there. And no, there's like a million. Okay, well, I did write there are a million coffins. I said they open a door and it's a million <laughs> coffins, but I changed it because I was like, I definitely remember that wrong because I think they're only two. But okay, thank no. you. Uh, well, the, in the flashback, they're only two. Okay, okay so that okay, might okay. be what you were I think thinking. That's why I though. thought that. So yeah, we get this flashback because we see like the names and it says Collins and that's Miranda's last name. So she's like, oh my God, it is my uncle's house. Who cares? We get a flashback. Hannah says, Anna says no window shopping, <laughs> which I think is hysterical. These are it coffins. is hysterical. Miranda doesn't even get her humor, though, of course. Well, clearly. Um, but she's got this flashback to being a kid at the house at her parents' funeral and whatever. So then she comes back and Hannah's like, look, if you help me get out of here, I'll help you find your uncle and I'll hold him down while you question him. Which was sweet. She's a good friend to all. Yes. Miranda's the kind of girl who would feel like the protagonist of the taylor swift song you belong to me but really to me the you belong with me huh? but really Marit, like you know that not in the music video but like hannah and caleb are together and miranda is like she never gets your humor like i do all this stuff but secretly yes. she just actually has the more problematic view of hannah it's not that hannah's like this yeah, yeah, superficial yeah. girl. Anna's actually like you're a great actually person. insufferable, and you just <laughs> yeah. are jealous. Yeah, yeah, jealousy <sighs> is a disease, bitch. Get well soon. To which I say, get well soon. <laughs> is that Lisa Barlow or Meredith? I'm Marks? glad you heard uh, Meredith Marks. <laughs> She's so funny. <laughs> um, so then Emily and Aria find a door to a room, and they feel a breeze, and they find an open window, so an exit route, and they're all like potions in the room and stuff. And yeah. there's broken glass. So like they're like looking out the window and the house is obviously decrepit. So there's like a, pe- a shard of glass, like a guillotine hanging over their also heads girls, that just keeps when dropping. When did you get upstairs? When did and you get upstairs? And how do you not know where an exit is at this point? And that's why I'm saying this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. There are only so many doors, you know? Um, and so they're going to like climb down the trellis out the window Luckily, they hear Allison's voice say, you can't keep me here. And then the window <laughs> smashes. So they're like, well, thank God we didn't try that. Even though Emily would have been fine. Would have been it just would have gotten Aria. Spencer. No, it would have gotten Aria. 
No, it's Emily and Spencer. No, oh it's God, Emily it and Aria. Aria. Yeah, I'll oh take that God. apology now, you biatch, <laughs> you massive biatch. Sorry. Should I make Spencer's merch, massive biatch merch? <laughs> Wait, I have Hats. a couple merch ideas. One okay. is chit chat merch we talked about, maybe. One is maybe some sheesh merch. I do and like that. Maybe, maybe massive biatch even. <laughs> Since you're kind of being one. Whoa. You might, have, you might as well have a shirt that says it. <laughs> anyway, Spencer's in a solarium. The solarium. Did you say solarium? You've been waiting to say that, haven't you? Admit it. You've been waiting to pull that one out, huh? It's a what greenhouse. It's out. a freaking greenhouse, which there somehow always is one around the girls. No, but I this don't see like greenhouses to the literally house. up. Yeah. It's, it's like a solarium. What is what <laughs> the fuck? And what exactly makes it like a solarium? You just put Again, a say remember, it. remember the house that we toured with mom and dad <laughs> on Parker? There was a solarium in okay, that so house. I didn't know how impactful this day was for you. It was. I literally had my whole before we went on that house tour, I like had a moment with my childhood bedroom. <laughs> it's like, all right, our days are this numbered. Is it? <laughs> I did really think they were going to buy the house. Me too. I think they did too. But instead, the it, beach does, house. it didn't end up mattering. No. But and now <laughs> the thought of them selling our childhood home makes me want to walk into traffic. No, like, dude, I'm so stressed out about it because like, ultimately one day they're going to and I'm not going to be able to afford it. Maybe we'll all buy it. Maybe we'll all buy it. So she's in a solarium. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second, please. If you could just, you can continue. What? I'm just going to do some research. You continue talking. Continue talking. Please. Uh, the gas you. mask. <laughs> Famously, you love to. This gas mask man, Ezra, walks in and they get into a literal physical fight. Ezra is currently physically fighting one of his English students who is 17 years old. But Spencer fucks him up and he falls over. And then... Uh, she like reaches to grab his mask and he grabs her hand knocks her out and then before he leaves he grabs these really big garden shears yeah i couldn't i couldn't and he goes snip i couldn't believe he knocked her out <laughs> okay so it is a greenhouse i guess they're synonyms i know thank you that's so insane but that's also like why i know you can't definitively say it's a solarium but I am. It's but kind I can't. of like when you. It's kind of like when you. Well, I'm not saying it definitively. It's just like that's the word I'm picking. You sound pretty definitive. It's like if you're going to say that you're happy or that you're content, it's like you'll pick which one feels better to you. No, they mean different things. Okay, so <laughs> then we see we it's Hannah like soda and Caleb and reunite. No, it isn't. Then I hate Hannah, pop, by the way. I do too. And I, yeah. And I hate soda pop the most. Um Ugh. Caleb and Hannah reunite and Hannah tells Caleb that she thinks A has Allie. I love that we, we literally wrote the same thing down verbatim. Caleb right. and Hannah reunite. A has Allie. Perfect. We are so fraternal twins. Um, <laughs> and then Aria and Emily find the unconscious Spencer who immediately jolts back to life. <laughs> This is like in Jenny Slate's stand-up yes. when she depicts, which honestly, Spencer's kind of in the outfit that Jenny Slate describes her mother being in. Wait, with true. like a turtleneck with so like a locket. True. 
and like a long gown with sleeves. Spencer was like so afraid of being called a slut because she was like doing kind of slutty things. And she was like, I'm just going to dress like I'm literally forbidden to show my ankles and then nobody can say anything <laughs> about me because she always exactly. is dressing like this. And then we hear Allie scream. Yeah. So Hannah takes Caleb to Luigi's and um, I wrote, why am I doing this alone? She goes, I know this is crazy, but like this is a door. Trust me. She's trying to open that secret passageway oh, again. Right. And she's trying to push <laughs> the big statue that's in front of it. And like no one's helping her. And that's why she says, why am I doing this alone? <laughs> <laughs> I just love her so much. And, like, I honestly imagine Ashley Benson just, like, say, like, they're, like, okay. And then Hannah just, like, motions, like, come on, help me. <laughs> like, no, she definitely, like, said that. I feel like Ashley really got her character the most. Yes. And so I have to say, this is really giving Twilight playing a tape of a voice. I clocked it almost immediately. Um, but I was willing to believe maybe I was wrong. Turns out I wasn't. And I won't make that mistake again. Not trusting my gut. Um, they find a record player that's playing recordings of Allie's voice. And that's when the owner, the master of the house, Grunwald, finds them. And, of course, she was aware of the tunnels. And she's basically like, uh, you shouldn't be here. Um, and they're <laughs> like, you live here? That. And they're literally like, she goes, well, no, this isn't my house. This is just kind of where I stay. I thought is- this was her house. No, she said she just kind of looks after it. Oh, okay. Um, but and apparently, go ahead. I hate recording on Zoom. Oh my god. Um, I promise I'm not like trying to interrupt you every time you start talking. I think it's just like it's a fine. couple go sentences. Ahead. Okay. Um, apparently <laughs> six months. Oh my god, you guys! I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm so glad she is in another state because if she was here, I don't know what she'd be doing right now. Probably hissing at me or something, scratching at me with her claws, with her mushroom fingers. (laughs) That's not, I'm not being serious. I said Aria had mushroom fingers today too. No, 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 you will not. You will not do this to me. I'm you done. fucking garbage whore. <laughs> she is Guys, a whore. I'm so done. <laughs> <laughs> She's fucked I'm literally going through a lot right now. I am. So, <laughs> no, I am so done. Guys, I am so done. Huh, I need a Diet Coke. John Barlow. Okay, so. Oh, my God. Um. Or on the even. beach where she where she sees Heather right before Heather breaks the news and Heather starts to kind of cry and she goes, oh my God, you're crying. What? Bleh. Heather, Heather, <laughs> Heather, Heather. <laughs> it's so, she's oh my so God. Um, but so apparently six months ago, the tape was stolen, the tape of Allie's voice, and now it's playing in the house. So that's a mystery. And then grandma starts like freaking out and she's like, Ugh feel something i've got a bad feeling (laughs) one of you has been touched by the one allison fears the most jesus and i'm like okay (laughs) slut (laughs) okay (laughs) she said one of you my money's on (laughs) (laughs) yeah um (laughs) so then um i guess Hannah's giving Caleb the permission to stay in Ravenswood to help this person that he met 
two and a half hours ago. <laughs> and that Hannah met 15 minutes ago. And also it's right. a pretty she's, girl. Which she says. She's like, Thank Wait, This you. was cute. He was like, like, I love you. And she goes, for being the kind of guy I can ask to stay here and take care of a girl that pretty. And he says, I love oh. you, Hannah Marin. Aww. I, I don't them. think she said it back. <laughs> uh, I don't know if she did, but she doesn't have to. He knows. Then so, Spencer, Emily, and Aria are back. Oh, my God. This is hysterical. They <laughs> go back is, to the I car. was like, I couldn't believe my ears listening this to this. This is literally like... <laughs> So they've decided so they officially funny. lost Allie. So they're like, all right, we're outie. And they go in Spencer's car as a flat tire. So they can't it's leave. It's punctured. And then... <laughs> like, what is the point? Goes, what is the point, though? Spencer goes, I'm going to go look at... I'm going to go grab the spare tire. I hope one of us knows how to fix it. And they one both of us kind of knows how at, to change a tire, right? They both look at Emily. And Emily goes... Why? You're looking at me because I'm gay? And then Aria <laughs> says, no. Because you're the sporty one. No, you're just Which, hey, Aria is typically... <laughs> that was the same thing. It's it is so, so funny. funny. Like, Shay Mitchell kills it. She goes, and you're looking at me because I'm gay. <laughs> it's like, so funny. Um, you can tell she's just had it with them for the night. And yes, that's just yes. an easy way to be like... Imagine how many of these little, like, shitty little things these girls say. Like, you know, and Emily just has to fucking put up with it. And well, she yeah. doesn't, but she does. So, um, anywho. So, the girls don't have a spare tire. I'm so annoyed with them. And a car <laughs> pulls up. And, oh, wow, it's, Ez- it's Z. Sorry, I almost said Ezra. It's Z. And he's like, oh, well, I'll drive you home. He is their teacher. <laughs> what do you mean you'll drive he's, all of them home? Then, and then, hey, just wait a second. Let's let's talk about the reason he says he's in Ravenswood. Arya says, Z, why are you here? <laughs> and he says, well, you stopped answering and I got worried. Oh, my God. Okay. Actually, when you go to health class and you have <laughs> to do the sex ed, like, unit and you talk about abusive relationships, this is, like, <laughs> this one is of the like examples. This is, like, the first example When they you give don't you. answer and the boyfriend freaks out and goes to find you. Yes. That's not a romantic gesture. That is... That's stalker behavior and crazy. And also, hey, Aria, he's not your boyfriend. <laughs> like, that's the I other know, thing. She, she literally walks up to him before, like, the girls are staying back. She walks up to him, puts her arm around him, and then the faces the girls and is like, all right, guys, let's go. Our ride's here. <laughs> Snuggles right, right up to him. I saved the day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Ezra drives the girls home and <laughs> we got back to... You just to sounded like Kat Cohen for a second. Thank you. And I... <laughs> I, reminded, I was watching a clip of the podcast today, and I realized that, like, when they have guests that maybe they're not as close of friends with, they have to, like, correct themselves in the jargon that they use because they were talking about zodiac signs. And the guest is like, well, oh, Kat, what are you? And Kat goes, Lee... Oh, <laughs> Lee. Oh, <laughs> that's so funny. 
Well, um, my sponsor got me in touch with this guy (laughs) who's in Paris and he's kind of trying to figure all that out for me. (laughs) Uh, And anyway, he predicted the pandemic and fall of 2019. So, um, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Oh my God. When Ezra walks up to them, he has this moment where he looks at them and he goes, oh, flat tire. (laughs) That is so sinister. I know. So it's depraved. Actually, but I'm literally just like, what's the point? So you can drive them home? Like literally. You'll see him at because school. Because he's he, I think he's still hoping that Allie is in the cards for the night. You know what I mean? So grody and weird. Um, um and, but he's right. <laughs> he's right because uh Ezra drops them off at Spencer's. Aria and him have a kiss good night on the street again like aria this isn't like when he stopped working at rosewood and you guys could kind of be like laughed at the rules like when you kiss him at the brew he is your teacher again yes yes it's crazy how they're acting right now and then we get a crazy reveal we see red coat start running through the woods. Allie's so funny doing this. I honestly. she can this run hysterical. fast. She also, Allie like waiting just long enough with like you know, know. When people like stand with like one like with one one locked and the, she's like <laughs> she's just waiting and then they as soon as they catch a glimpse of her she runs as fast <laughs> as she can away like, okay. just to get back to Spencer's backyard too. She's not even <laughs> yeah. like taking them into the middle of the woods, and so they're like running after her again. There, she's she's like just running them around. She's Literally. trying to wear Spencer out. She she's knows like, she welcome to, to Allison De Laurentiis's fat camp. <laughs> yeah, I'm back, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> it's be a lot more of this. Mm-hmm. And they walk into Spencer's backyard, and Allie like, it's very musical theater, theater the way she's still in the run, and then she comes to a, a halt, and lets her shoulders, her shoulders go back. She and then Sasha Peterson does some of the best acting of the 2010s. She turns, it's not even acting, I just mean the best work of the 2010s period. She turns around, her hair wisps, and she's like kind of crying, wispiness all over her. And she goes, Did she miss me? You keep saying wispiness, wispy, wispy. Her hair is not wispy. It literally is. Wispy it hair is like, is. has like thin hair that like, like you have little wisps that are just like like little baby hairs kind of sorry it's fucking wisping in the wind i'm using it as a verb <laughs> okay but that get in line what 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 is anyone else hearing this like <laughs> am i actually going crazy <laughs> uh, uh everyone's like caroline like caroline you're too uptight i'm like but look at this <laughs> look at what she's doing you could just let it the be. The havoc she's actually wreaking on me. Um, so as this happens, there's a car coming. She's like, I don't have time. I want to come home, but I need your help. Remember what I told you at the hospital, Hannah? If I'm these girls and the first thing she says to me, though, is did you miss me? I am livid. I'm like, I'm not excited to see her anymore. I'm, I'm immediately dumbfounded. Annoyed. I don't. Yeah. And then her Ezra walks in the backyard, fucking scares her away. He oh, no 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 we hear like a, a a click in the woods as of someone's walking through the woods oh. and then we get one last look at Allie and then Allie does the shh yeah 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 and then the girls turn it's Ezra 
We turn back around. She's gone. She's Aria, gone. fucking idiot. Or Quiet as a freaking mouse. Quiet as a freaking mouse. Her phone. Ezra has her phone, I guess. Yeah, he definitely stole it, I think. Um, but yeah, so he's like just returning her phone. <laughs> and our final scene is we have Caleb and Miranda walking around in the cemetery. And there's a headstone that says Caleb Rivers and has a photo of Caleb Rivers. And I'm like, okay, yawn. Okay, yawn we already knew fast. about the ghost thing and, and this place. So I'm over it. Um, and yeah, that's the app. Oh, I'm on the synopsis, huh? Huh. So you want to be a bunhead, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone watch that show? Sorry, guys. My laugh sounds so fucking annoying because yes, I I'm glad you am said sick. something. Just because, like, if I said it, I'd be rude. <laughs> it still is. <laughs> what you actually I'm just kidding. said just then is rude. I didn't even notice. I'm just being goofy. What else was new? Next episode is 414. Other and other news. My birthday and other news. Podcast birthday. Yep. Isn't so. that convenient? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Actually, never say anything about it again because it's actually selfless of me to say, yeah, let's do it on my birthday. So every year we can celebrate that instead of my birthday. All right. right season right, four, right. episode 14. What's in the box? Sorry. It's actually who's in the box? <laughs> For a second, I thought... I thought I just like leaned over. You thought I was asking you, for real. You and I was like, "What box?" Almost like I should be nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> for an Oscar, I should be nominated for an Oscar. Uh, an Oscar. <laughs> um, for my incredible dramatic realism. Okay, who is in the box? I mean, who, 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 who? What are you a fucking Very owl? Different. Who, who? What are you, fucking owl? Anyway. Um, armed <laughs> with the knowledge that line. <laughs> I do. I love it. Armed with the knowledge that Allison is alive, Aria, and that's still insane to me. Aria, Emily, Hannah, and Spencer <laughs> now have more questions than ever before. Me too, girls. Hannah comes up with the idea that if they find out who is buried in Allie's grave, it may lead to much needed answers. Okay, so we're like... Well, it couldn't We're possibly just be. It couldn't possibly be nobody. What if there's? Just, it's just empty. Is kind of what I'm thinking. But Hannah's like, well, there must be a body down there. What? Well, there has been like I'm with Hannah. There has been like a murder investigation. I guess that's true. Yeah, good point. Okay, fine. Because otherwise they would have been like it's a runaway, which is okay. what they thought for the whole year, until they found her body. Yeah. True. 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 Okay, fine. Yep. Mm. Well, that's the up. That's the synopsis for next week. Guys, next week, don't miss our big announcement. And then the following week, February 8th, is when you're going to get our special episode. And it is not going to be like a regular recap episode. So just wrap your little brains around that. But you're going to be excited about it. And that was kind of demeaning. What? Wrap your little brains around that. Okay. I'm not being demeaning. Guys, you know me. You know me. And you know my you heart. You know me. You tweet, literally tweet. know my heart. Tweet, tweet. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> um, you know my heart. Tomorrow, guys. Tomorrow, if you know my heart. Tomorrow, we are doing the Glee <laughs> pilot recap. Don't miss it. I'm excited for it. I'm really pumped for it. I'm going to be doing that all freaking week. 
all freaking <laughs> guys you think listening to this was hard try waterboarding <laughs> that's hard <laughs> yeah try having hepatitis b that's hard <laughs> That's what she says in the first Honestly, one. you know who Sue Sylvester would be best buds with? Dad. That's what I was going to say. Chris Connell. 100%. 100%. 100%. Um, <laughs> yeah. That is that is a line in the first episode. Try try living with hepatitis B. That's hard. That is in the no, first I think the wa- episode. The, water, the waterboarding no. line is the first line of the whole show. I don't know if it is because I remember logging on Facebook the night of the premiere when whatever year that was and seeing people using try having hepatitis B that's hard as their status. So I well, know that's I guess in the first time episode. will tell. Yeah, it sure will. 24 hours will tell. Um, so tune in to figure out what they actually freaking say and what we have to say about Glee, the cursed show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please, please, please like rate review subscribe follow us on instagram at pretty underscore little underscore podcast we post lots of great content on instagram you'll never miss anything and tiktok so check us out join the patreon buy our merch do all those exciting things because we have so many exciting things coming up and you don't want to like fall behind um all right that's it for me anything to add phoebe nope by the way hate what i just called you phoebe Hate, hate, oh my god, hate it. Wait, that's one of my favorite nicknames that people Phoebe? say. Great, I like no. Fee and Phoebe. Great, Those are two of my faves. It. I say Fee. <laughs> I'm not telling you what you have to call me. I'm just saying I you? think Phoebe. Oh my god. Like, Your attitude is through the fucking roof. Your attitude, I, I don't even know what to do with you. My orientation, it's like what's most endearing to me is when someone who doesn't really know me we've like only hung out a couple times when they're like what do you want feet or what do you want phoebe i think it's so sweet i'm always like you do not know me that well <laughs> you do not- caroline caroline's always like <laughs> hey we've had three conversations no you cannot call me goose yet do not act like you're <laughs> my you're my content we're not familiars okay otherwise Car- you don't really have many nicknames Actually, Other I have like a zillion goose, nicknames. Googly schmoogly. Other than like scrapes, coops, these nicknames that don't come from your name. Carol. That's but what I, I hate mean. It. I hate Carol so much. Anthony okay, sometimes calls me Liney. Okay, adding it to my list check. <clears throat> Anthony sometimes calls me Liney, which I don't like mm. because our aunt is Liney. Or he calls me Creature. <laughs> I like that one. Okay. Like Did we didn't know that? Hashtag TMI. <laughs> Why is that um, TMI? Are my kids gonna call you Liney? No, they're gonna call me Aunt Sissy. Oh right. I knew that. Yeah. I think that's cute. Can't wait. Remember when we talked to our gr- we should start doing that at the end of every episode. All right, kids. Go to bed. Get to bed. Stop and remember, do as I say, not as I do. Don't repeat don't, anything I said don't today. Don't stay up till freaking 3 a.m. listening to guys, your, your mom's talk. Guys, your bedtime is 8.30. <laughs> Our kids are going to be like weekends. mortified by this. Our kids are going to be so mortified by this podcast. It's going to haunt them. I, I love it. Wait. Love it. All right. Every single like bring your parent to work day, I'm going to be like, do you want me to come in? <laughs> do you want to come to the studio? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Show and tell. Well, you can bring people in. I know because one time I brought Phoebe. <laughs> I brought my sister, <laughs> my human sister. <laughs> That's my show and tell. Yeah. 
That's how proud I was of doing absolutely nothing to get a little sister. <laughs> you know, but it's like, what have I done since? <laughs> so much. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. We love you. We will see you next week. And, and splat. splat.